So they post this picture of Jesse P.S. from his show. And then this guy, Sam Franco, he starts commenting on those end of the show goofs. And he says this. Yeah, and I get it, and I know I might get flack for this, but what the fuck is up with Mike at the very end of the show? And he thinks it's off the show, maybe or maybe not. He says to Jules, I'm glad I pulled the wool over everyone's eyes about Jesse P.S. This confused me as a person that's never heard of Jesse and has been a listener for a month. That. Hold on, I got to sneeze. I need a tissue. That crushes me. Go, Sam, you're on Red Bar. Thank you so much. By the way, we need black toilet paper. Really bad, because this stands out. We need black toilet paper. How great would that be? Then you won't even know I'm uh, dabbing my... I didn't even need... Wait, I was going to sneeze. That's what I need for. Yeah, you forgot the toilet paper. Sneeze went away. Sneeze went away. Accuse everyone of trolling first. Get it? Just giving you tips. Uh, so it, it just, uh, this to me is is the most disturbing thing. You do the show, you go, oh, everybody understands, right? And they don't. And the confusion, the amount of emails and comments that you get with pure R confusion. It makes you want to hunt for R's. And it makes you want to kill Studi. Makes you want to go to his house. Start setting all these little, set it on fire. Set the guy's house on fire. Use his information that they've given you. It's all a joke, though. It's all made of all candy. It's just candy fire. All a joke. All right. Um, hey, we got out of light news. Let's get into some light conspiracies. Should we get in a shop? Yes. Or do we have something funnier? Let's What's do that Bobby Lee Club 17? Oh, just something. I don't know. Video. I'm just looking at stuff down my list. We got a lot of stuff to do today. I think we should start with the shopping count. Should we? Brendan Schaub, he's got it going on. Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen literally, legit, have coronavirus. Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen have corona, and this is pretty bad. Now they're trying to play it off, and you could tell. We're going to go over this. uh, Like I said at the beginning of the show, Brian, Joe, Rogan, And Brendan Schaub have been mocking Corona since it started. They ain't wearing no masks. Really disturbing stuff. And we've watched it the whole time going, guys, what's the big idea? And you know what I've likened it to? And I hope, you know, this is actually a bigger. The guys who won't wear masks. They're the same guys who won't wear a seatbelt in the front. It's the same thing with the masks. This shouldn't be that bothersome. And it's weird. There's this rebellious sector of the population that's not normally rebellious, but rebels against seatbelts and masks and that kind of stuff, which is weird. You would think I would be the guy. I'm the, uh, what do they call that, where you're against everything everybody says? Contrarian. I'm the contrarian. You would think I'd be against masks and seatbelts, but I'm not. Because it's reality. It makes sense. So I've noticed this. And Brendan Schaub, Joe Rogan, and Brian Callen have been mocking coronavirus and mask wearing. Along with many of you. I mean, I've got all your... still guys in the chat right now going, Mike doesn't actually believe in corona, does he? Isn't this insane? (laughs) This is really happening. 
It's really happening. Funny. I want to really kick your ass. Uh, my mom doesn't like it when I mention Pot Awful anymore. And if you haven't already met me on Facebook, you can do so. Oh, at. I honestly, that's my first time wearing a mask, and uh, my eyes. Uh, my glasses were fogged up. I couldn't breathe. Hi, I'm Jesse. Welcome. I'm the host. I invented clapping. I've never worn a mask before. Hi, everybody. Welcome. This is Pot Awful, and uh, we're going to be making fun of a goon tonight, and that goon's name is Mike David from Red Bar Radio, one of the Internet's goons. The Internet's goons. That's a thing I say. So... Here's the deal. It turns out Mike seems to think he's got the Kahuna virus, which is very funny to me because I don't know if you guys know this or not. This is a real Red Bar Radio post, by the way. You can find this on their Instagram. This is in their Facebook group. It's everywhere. I've got uh, another screenshot of it here. We don't need that. You've seen it. He's claiming he's got coronavirus. You know, he's been talking about all these internet podcast guys, these comedy guys who are now getting it and infecting other people with it. He claims he and his wife have it now. I find that very funny. I'll tell you why I find it funny in just a second. We are live as we are every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time over at podawful.tv. You've got the uh, live video stream going on. You've got the chat room over my shoulder. We call the Chaz Room. Let's check out what they're saying in the Chaz Room over there. haven't uh, called it the Chaz Room in a while. I'm in that ass, bro. It's okay. Happy to be here. Face diapers on. He's just covering for his terrible episode he did last week. Oh, boy. I've been hearing a lot about how bad Red Bar has gotten ever since I did an entire expose on Red Bar. You know, he's talking about in that intro clip there. It's so funny because he talks about Hey, everybody, yeah, shout-outs, fuck yeah, jewels, yeah. So, here's how you avoid falling for a troll, okay? And what he says is you just, you call them out on it, and you don't let them get away with it. You just ask, are you lying? You don't fall for the troll that way. This is a guy who fell for a troll that went nine years long. He had no idea someone was making fun of him for stealing his logo. You don't really want to go to Mike David on how to handle trolling. He's been handling it so poorly. That last episode we did about him, not only has his show apparently gone downhill like crazy. I mean, (laughs) you know, he, this is a guy, I don't know if you know this, he and Anthony Cumia invented this thing called doing karaoke. And so they, they both, they're both big time. They're both into younger women and they're both into doing karaoke in front of a camera for grown men to watch. I don't know. 
I thought you hit like 30 years old. You kind of got out of that, but what do I know? Anyway, he and Anthony Cumia came up with this thing, and they share that. They both, they both, that's their thing they came up with together, having comedian co-hosts and singing karaoke songs in front of a camera. So they're kind of, they're similar people in that way. Anyway, my point is, he's been leaning on this karaoke thing really hard ever since we made fun of him for doing karaoke on his show. Apparently, now I made a pledge. I said, I'm not going to watch Red Bar. In fact, the only Red Bar I've seen ever since we did that episode, and that's been over a month now, is what I just clipped for you there. I clipped that out. I knew that already existed because someone had sent it to me. I clipped that out. That's all I've seen. I keep getting messages from people telling me the worst episode of Red Bar ever just happened this past week. You got to see it. I've avoided it. I almost played it on our Friday night show the other night, and then I went, nah, you know what? Let's not bother. We did all of this revealing info about Red Bar in our Friday show in the Pizza Fund, and I thought, it's just a bridge too far. There's too much Red Bar. (laughs) But then I woke up today to find out that Mike and his wife have the Kahuna virus, and the reason that tickles me so much, the reason I find that so funny. Now, I don't want him to die. I would never want, I don't want any of the goons to die. They can't keep gooning if they're a rotting, worm-filled, bloated corpse. Instead, we want Mike to be a living, worm-filled, bloated, poop-bag-carrying human man. Fully corporeal, all of his parts. We want him all there. But I do find it... I mean, listen, if he died, would I laugh? Of course. (laughs) I mean, how could you not? It would be a, a guy who, you know, has this thing out for you, dying of the Kahuna virus, it would be, I mean, it'd be an all-timer. Would it be, I shouldn't even say this, because who knows what dear God will do. He's been misfiring lately, but season infinity's been wild here at Pot Awful, but just in case, I'm putting it out there, I don't want him to die. But I laugh at it, because Mike is such a mask-supporting fella. (laughs) <laughs> he's he's fully into wearing the mask. Now you guys know, you guys know how I feel about these dumb masks. They do nothing. I believe in the coronavirus. I've probably said before it's not real. I call it the coronavirus. There's plenty of reasons to think I don't believe I believe in it. Okay, do I believe white people can get it? No. Hence Mike getting it. Hava Nagila Hava. So I just don't think that it's as big a deal as people say it is. I don't think it is contagious as people say it is. The people who say that it is can't even keep their own story straight. But my biggest problem with it is the disease diaper everybody's wearing on their face. And it's not just a no step on me. I'm a snake flag man guy. I don't even know what that is. What is that yellow flag with the snake? I'm not a snake man. Okay. I've never been about this. I don't like the idea of being told what to do, for sure. But if it worked, of course, I would be wearing one of these. Also, if it didn't fog up my glasses to the point that I would crash my car driving. And I do see people wearing these while driving, which is concerning to me. I'm starting to wonder what people think these things do. 
Now, I've talked about this already, but I want to be clear on my stance on this because that will give me carte blanche to laugh at a man who now is convinced he has coronavirus. (laughs) Okay, so hear me out. My problem is I've seen the people who wear these things, right? And what do they do the whole time they're wearing them? They're grabbing them, they're touching them, they're moving them, and then they're not washing their hands. And I remember when this whole Kahuna virus thing first started, they were telling you three things. We all remember this. They were telling you, well, I mean, they couldn't get this one straight. This one they weren't sure on, but they told you, wear a mask. They told you social distance. And they told you to wash your hands. Remember a couple months ago when we were all obsessively washing your hands? Now, again, I am not a... I can't even be hurt by a virus kind of guy. I'm not a conspiracy guy. Sort of. I mean, yes, all of the global elites are having sex with children and trading them on Wayfair.com. We proved it. But I believe that you can die from the coronavirus probably if you're like three million years old. If you already resemble a skeleton. Or if you are... So fat that when you walk, your wrists jiggle. (laughs) There's probably some sort of problem you could have, some sort of uh, concern there for those types of people. But since neither one of those things apply to me yet, I'm not too worried about it. But even still, back then, I was washing my... Every time I went outside, I'd come back in and I'd wash my hands. So why would I wash my hands and not wear the mask? Because I saw the people wearing the masks. I saw them fingering their face. I saw them putting their hands literally inside the mask. I saw them grabbing the mask, putting it up on their face, securing it to their nostrils, putting their finger up in their nostril until it hit their brain, forgetting how to do science, you know, poking through their neocortex until the finger came up out the other end of their skull looking like Bugs Bunny just hit on the head with a baseball bat and i wanted to save bat there because coronavirus you got to be careful saying bat and then taking their grubby booger hand and touching the same doorknob that i'm going to have to touch to walk into the grocery store then picking up an apple inside the grocery store inspecting it for bruises and going nah and throwing it back on the pile i saw that and went oh even if these masks could possibly stop the spread of coronavirus or anything and they don't and before coronavirus every scientist said yeah the masks don't really do anything and on top of that the mask that everybody thinks is the good one the n95 the respirators literally have a hole in them where you are shooting anything inside your nasal cavity out to the world Those are worse than just a cloth diaper on your face. After I saw these people not knowing what the hell they were doing, I went, all right, even if they work, what's the point? If you're actually afraid of it, you won't even go outside. And then I noticed they stopped talking about washing your hands. What happened to that one? They're still talking about social distancing. They're still talking about wearing the masks. When was the last time you heard someone say, make sure you're washing your hands? When was the last time you saw someone at a Walmart freak out 
on some old man wearing a shirt he bought off of an advertisement from Facebook that says, yeah, I'm from Florida and I love guns and I'm anti-abortion. And if you talk to me, you're going to have to deal with my motorcycle crew t-shirt. When was the last time you saw some old lady screaming at that guy, not for not wearing a mask, but for having not washed his hands? It hasn't happened. The only one that anybody in any form of leadership or any of the tattletales of the public care about, the Twitter do your thing crowd cares about, the only ones they care about are the ones that are social conditioning. Everybody was already washing their hands, or maybe you weren't. And so they didn't have to tell anybody that one, right? But the other two, the other two are a change of pace for life on Earth. They're a weird sort of control tactic. And you know they're a control tactic, social distancing and wearing a mask, because if they weren't, then Karen would not tell Boomer Bill to put the mask on. It's all about control. That's not a conspiracy theory, that's human psychology. So when I add these facts up, I go, I'll just stay inside. And if I need to go somewhere, I'm not going to put on a mask. And if they require me to wear a mask, I'll take my business elsewhere. And if I happen to run into a Karen, which I haven't yet, by the way, I don't know how these things are happening. I'm starting to think, People are provoking them to happen because I haven't seen one instance of this in real life. But if I were to run into one of these complaining Nancys out there, I would just walk away. Why would you, why would you keep standing there? Why wouldn't you just leave? She's going to put you on the internet. She's going to try to get black Twitter to cancel you. Okay? Why would you let 13% of the population control everything? Oh, wait. I'm sorry, I forgot, I can't breathe. So anyway, George Foreman, rest in peace. Regis Philbin, rest in peace. A lot of people don't tell you that Regis Philbin died of the coronavirus. So it had nothing to do with the fact that he was in his 80s. All of these people, everyone who's died in the past, I don't know, two years, probably died of the coronavirus. We just didn't even know it yet. Didn't even come from China. It's just, it, it, it just showed up the day Trump was elected to office. So... That is my stance on the mask thing. That's it. That's it. You can wear one. If it makes you feel better, I don't care. It's, you're not hurting me by wearing it, and I'm not hurting you by wearing it. Because if I was, then why would you need to wear the mask? It's either doing something or it isn't. You're either protecting yourself by wearing it or you're not. The whole point of wearing it is because there will be people out there not wearing it. Oh, but Jesse, the masks are for not spreading it. Therefore, if you're sick. Well, I'm not sick (laughs) so I'm not going to wear it if you were sick you should have stayed home and I know they still are saying that you can have it and show no symptoms except for when they said that wasn't true and then they went back on that and then they said that wasn't true again and they went back on it again I just I don't care okay I could have the common cold, I could have the flu, I could have a lot of things and not know I'm presenting them, and all of those things could be deadly to somebody, especially if that person is taking immunosuppressant drugs. And I'm still going to go outside 
and not know if I'm spreading it. And I was doing that before the coronavirus and nobody seemed to care. And we all did it during SARS 1, the prequel. And nobody cared. And everybody in Asia started wearing the masks back then. And the world's scientists did studies to see if the masks did anything during the prequel SARS. And they said, nah, they didn't really. But the Asians kept wearing them because, hey, they all already, you know, you already can't tell your grandma from your girlfriend over there. So why not? Let's just all wear masks. Well, you know what? I'll start wearing them when all of human society looks like eyes wide shut. If we're all wearing old timey Victorian masks that cover your entire face and you look like some sort of creepy bird statue at an orgy, maybe I'll jump in. I love Halloween. What are we going to do on Halloween now, by the way? You've all already... The, the, the weirdest thing you can dress as on Halloween is no mask. Ah! A Trump supporter. So, speaking of immunosuppressant drugs, <laughs> I don't know if you heard. We talked about this on the last episode. But Mike David from Red Bar Radio has a mystery, mystery disease. disease. I made a guess. I ventured a guess as to what it could be. Now, again, I don't know this for a fact. Okay, so so sue me. This is all allegedly, of course. I have no idea. What do I look like, a lawyer? No, I kill lawyers. So don't have your lawyer come for me unless you like dead lawyers. (laughs) Okay? I made a guess and I said, maybe Mike David has... Crohn's disease. There's a lot of evidence to suggest he does. And if that is the case, he probably has a colostomy bag and his life is a constant living hell. And imagine being his 26-year-old wife who moved all the way to America to be with him. And now you have to take care of changing his bag at night before your bed fills with spaghetti from the night before. If he swallows it fast enough, it goes into the bag whole, okay? She's probably found an olive in the bed and went, "Mm, oh boy. Oh man, no more little sandwiches with toothpicks for us. That's a little, oh boy. You know, imagine waking up in a pool of your spouse's diarrhea and it's all because he rolled over on his bag at night. So that's already a living nightmare. And I'd really, I don't want to make this worse for him, but... Oh, you know what? yes, I do. Of course I do. It's funny. I also keep getting, and there's probably, I haven't looked at the chat in a little while here. We keep getting, you know, it took a long time for enough Red Bar people, enough of his white knights and uh, gunt guards and what have you. It took a long time for enough of them to start showing up to my YouTube channel and going, you're copying Red Bar! For me to actually care enough to like respond again about all of this. Anytime somebody was just promoting his show on the YouTube channel. Okay, fine. You're promoting another show. Well, that comment doesn't get to be here. Bye. But now it's just on random. Like it, that was on the Red Bar episode we did. But now it's on random videos. You come to me and say, I look obsessed about it. But you're talking about Mike David on a video that has... Nothing to do on a video that has to do with like a retarded Indian guy I made fun of. 
I'm getting these types of comments. So I started collecting all of the times that we could remember in recent history that Red Bar copied the show. Usually most of them happened like the same week where I would do a thing and then he would do a thing. So I've been responding to these people with the list of copies he's done and all the other people he's copied as well. But they don't get it. So you know what? I'm tired of... He's a goon. If Mersh is a goon, if Gavin McInnes is a goon, if all any of these people online are a goon, Mike's a goon. The man potentially has a crap bag. So we got to make fun of him. And Mike is all about wearing the mask, okay? He's like Jim Carrey. Somebody stop him. He's smoking, literally, on his show. Or maybe vaping. I don't know. I haven't watched in a while. Which one? Which one's cool again? <laughs> I know he still thinks alcohol is cool. From what I've heard about his most recent episode, Ooh, alcohol must still be in. I guess we're not going on one of our diet journeys or our workout routine journeys on the Red Bar program right now. But is he back to cigarettes yet? Or I don't know. It can never keep up. Is vape juice gay again? Or, or now? Oh no, he's still into weed, right? Yeah, he's a weed guy. Starting in his late twenties, it's like Doug Benson was fifty before he started smoking weed. Mike David following in those footsteps. So he poos out his goont. Oh no! Like people saying you copied PewDiePie back in twenty twelve. Exactly. Exactly. You're copying Red Bar sounds exactly like the voice Mike does when he says, it was a bit. I was doing... Yeah. Good job. Yes. This. Oh, wow. This is what we're dealing with. Now, remember, Mike in that clip at the beginning of the show was making fun of his own audience because there, so many of them are so stupid. They don't understand the jokes. I don't know if you knew what he was referencing there, but he does this thing at the end of his show and I actually, I goaded him into talking about this by doing it on the show. He does this thing at the end of his show where he'll, uh, he'll pretend like he doesn't know the stream is on. It's, this is an old joke. I mean, Mike did not invent this. This is a classic joke where you pretend like, oh, I didn't know the camera was still rolling. Somebody saw, oh my gosh, who left this on? I had no idea. And so you say something embarrassing. We've all seen that joke, right? He does that often at the end, or he was doing it often at the end of his shows. And a guy in his group had no idea. He he didn't understand the joke. And Mike's group is so retarded. And they're also so fearful of getting kicked out of his group. He can't tell if they're trolling him, being serious, if they're legally retarded or not. He has no idea. This guy in the chat who's got... He had to just now make a brand new account to get in here in the chat room because it's like it's a string of numbers. He's saying, you sounded exactly like the voice Mike does when he says, it was a bit. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm making fun of Mike. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Yep. Y- you got me. Oh, boy. Red-handed on that one. I don't know how these guys figure it out. Geniuses over there. You guys, Did you all go to the Elon school, or did you all just read that off of Reddit? So, anyway, Mike, he has been wearing a mask because he's on immunosuppressant drugs, and he is terrified of the coronavirus. He's one of the people, you know, if I went out, I'm six foot seven, 
255 pounds, completely unstoppable. I have a vast array of weaponry that the world has never seen before, and I own several types of uh, very vicious dog. I live inside what's known as a fortress, and there's no stopping me. And one day, I will live on the moon. Anyway, my point was, if I go outside, I, don't, I have one of the world's greatest immune systems. And when, you know, I got the coronavirus. Mike is actually copying me right now by having it. If you'll remember, back in early April... I had the coronavirus, okay? In fact, here's the video. I've got it here just in case. I didn't know if this was going to come up or not, but still... Here I am driving in my car. I did a live stream about this. I just got out of the, uh, the hospital, which is crazy. It's freezing cold, man. just got out of the hospital, which I did not expect to have to go through. So that video, this video is on YouTube. I do recommend you watch this. It's actually a pretty entertaining live stream. But that's me just coming out of the hospital because I got coronavirus. But my immune system, the doctors said they'd actually never seen anything like it. I actually went through the coronavirus symptoms and stages faster than they had ever seen. They said that I... I didn't just produce antibodies. I produced an anti-serum inside me where if you were to take my blood, you can't. My skin is too strong, too thick. But if you were to take the blood out of my veins and then inject it into, let's say, the embryos of every woman on Earth, the coronavirus would be eliminated in the future. So Mike is copying me by even pretending to have the coronavirus. And I do kind of think he's either pretending or being a hypochondriac. But I have a reason for that. He wears the masks out of complete knee-shaking fear. I'm telling you, when he goes outside, you can hear the knees knock. It's like... (laughs) Imagine a man wearing shorts in Alaska. He's freezing out there. Oh, God. Every time somebody walks by maskless, he, he shrieks. He eeks. So... Not only does he wear a mask when he goes out, and he's admitted this, this is what he says, but he wears gloves, and we found out he wears gloves. Now, he didn't talk about that, because if you were to say as a grown man, I'm so fearful of the virus, I wear gloves when I go out, medical gloves when I go outside, if you just were to give that out to people, they're going to make fun of you, i.e., pot awful, hi. So the way it happened was he forgot Okay, this is something that goons do. This is something law cows do all the time on the internet where they will accidentally expose themselves for being a dork in some way. So Mike, he was very excited because he went down to the Chicago, Chicago, sorry, I'm doing my man cow impression. He went down to the Chicago police department to get a form to fill out to try to take down his enemies over on the Red Bar subreddit. These guys took over the Red Bar subreddit and made it a hate sub all about Mike. So he started. He concocted this plan to say they're sharing child pornography. Look, I don't know. I'm not going to take a side on that. I don't know. Maybe it was child pornography. Maybe it was just an image that Mike leaked of his own wife naked. Seems a little strange if it was if somebody has been holding on to an image of his wife from when she was 15 years old for 11 years uh, of her naked to release it now 
and somehow they found the red bar subreddit to do it. I don't, it doesn't quite add up, but anyway, he went to the cops about this. He got a form to fill out, and in his excitement to show the guys at the red bar subreddit that they're all going down, which I'm sure is going to happen any minute now, he took a picture of the form for proof. And here it is, and you can see that he wrote in child pornography. His name is there, David M. You got Jules Felker, and which she didn't take your last name. <laughs> is that her, is her legal name still Felker? She's not actually Jules David. What's going on there? That seems a little scary. But anyway, scroll down here. He forgot his hand was in the picture. And he's wearing a trash bag over his banana bunch. And everybody in his Facebook group was smart enough to go, okay, I better not say anything about that. That looks dorky as hell. I don't want to get kicked out of the Facebook group. But of course, all of his enemies online, they notice that right away. They're pointing and laughing at him like a, like a school bully would do to a kid who accidentally walked out of the bathroom at school with his underwear up over his shirt and his pants down a little too far. We're all just sitting there going, <laughs> what the hell? Why are you wearing a glove? Are You look like a lunch lady right now. Mike actually has a lot in common with lunch ladies as well. They wear about the same amount of makeup. So anyway, there was some confusion about this. So Mike addressed his bullies, which again, probably shouldn't do that. You know, I don't know. Probably shouldn't do that. But he addressed his bullies on this little petty nitpick they did of him. And he said, I wear them because I've got a disease. Yeah. And then he clapped, but it just sounded like psh, 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 psh. And then he turned to Jules and he screamed at her and she went and got him a coffee. So he admits he wore the gloves to protect him because he has more to worry about when it comes to the coronavirus. Now, this is a guy, I mean, he's one step away from a hazmat suit. He, of course, has the nerve to make fun of the people he hates getting the coronavirus, being complete idiots and saying there is no coronavirus, being hypocrites and saying they can't catch it, and then getting it like Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen and all these Joe Rogan guys out there that he makes fun of. He loves laughing at their misery, and he loves holding himself above them. Now, I'm fully aware that I am now susceptible to this. If I'm going to make fun of him for this and I end up getting the coronavirus again and something bad happens, I'm going to look silly. The difference is, I'm saying flat out, I don't think masks work. And I might be wrong. I might be. I'm willing to take that chance. I know how this will look in the future. I'm willing to take the chance Go ahead and clip this and cue the Always Sunny music. But I'm not one step away from wearing a hazmat suit when I go outside. You know, I'm shocked if he's not wearing one of those flip-down plastic visors and a bright yellow Tyvek outfit every time he has sex with his wife. Once a week. So it's very funny to me because... Not only is he wearing a mask, he's also wearing gloves, 
and he's still got coronavirus. So that means, in reality, let's look at it like this. In reality, this means one of two things. Either he's lying about getting the coronavirus, and I think, I just want to be clear about this, because if he comes out and says it's a troll, then he's copying me. But also, if he comes out and says it's a troll, whatever. Who cares? Like, big deal. I, I called that, the first thing I said when I posted this in our Facebook cult is... This could be a troll, but let's enjoy this for now. He might be joking, but we'll see. Now I like to say I thank Dad for making me strong. Join our call on Facebook. Podawful.com slash call. In the chat, they're still confused about how karaoke works. They're still saying that his audience is so fucking stupid. They will actually just believe anything he says. Not realizing everything he says is a lie or a joke. They think it's all real. They're completely autistic. <laughs> I mean, it's not even close. But he said that I, I lip-synced karaoke. That's called a song. <laughs> That's not karaoke. When, when half your show is just singing songs to people with no, like not even changing the lyrics, not making it a comedy bit. It's just you having fun by yourself while your wife sits there silently and looks on. You can only see through that lens. And now his audience, they've got the broken eyeballs of Red Bar where they see through that lens as well. Jesus Christ, you pre-record your karaoke songs, they're parody songs. It's a show. I know you're not used to watching them. Anyway, so I love the fact that he is, of course, probably lying about getting the coronavirus. But if he's got it, again, two choices. Either you lied about it, and if you are a hypochondriac, if you tell people, I've, I think I've got the coronavirus <laughs> we're all gonna die me and my wife please pray for us if you say that knowing you're a hypochondriac like mike is then that's still a lie that's still you looking for sympathy so choice one he's lying about it choice two he's got it and it means jesse was right and masks don't work <laughs> And if that's the case, if I'm right, and he does have it, this is a guy who wore gloves and a mask, I need every single one of you who ever told me that I'm stupid for not wearing a mask to come grovel to me, okay? <laughs> I want to see groveling in the chat room, groveling in the Facebook cult. I want to hear you guys tell me, I'm so sorry, Jesse, you were right. By the way, if Mike does not die from the coronavirus, we are going to assume that he lied about it. That's just the way this works. You have to die or else you're lying. It's not my rules, okay? My hands are tied on this one. I've been sent on a special assignment. There's an authority above me, and those are the rules. When you pass away, Mike, though, I want you to know, okay, because I'm, I'm not as mean as people think I am. A lot of people say I'm the greatest guy. 
Mike would say, I'm a nice guy, but I don't, I just don't know where he got that from. I'm such a good guy. I'm going to make you an offer. Okay. I know you're going to watch this. Uh, apparently you've still been watching the show. You're still copying it, but I'm going to make you an offer. When you pass away, I know that Jules is going to be incapable of taking care of herself. She's got no skills. She has, she's in a foreign country. She'd either have to go back to Canada and live with her parents again or become an outside person eating bugs off of the ground and smoking already smoked cigarette butts to survive. It's <laughs> as you've taught her. Her only survival skill, the thing she's learned from Red Bar, which of course includes uh, buying scrap meat from the butcher. <laughs> yeah, no, you can get some really good cuts. If, just ask them for scraps. What did you throw away on the floor? Hi, excuse me. Um, I see back there in the, yeah, right on top of the drain for the blood. You mind if I buy that scrap of meat? That'd be, that'd be perfect. So I don't know if she knows how to approach a butcher and ask for meat scraps. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take care of Jules for you, okay? It's very possible, considering the fact... I mean, I don't know if it was... I don't know how much we looked alike before the rhinoplasty, but Jules and I, we have a certain similarity to us. I feel like, you know, I don't think of her in any sort of sexual way. I don't know how anyone could... But I do feel some sort of kinship to her. I feel She feels like a little sister to me. So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to take care of Jules when you pass away. And I know this is what she wants. In fact, somebody in the chat room said a minute ago, this is the best day of her new boyfriend's life. <laughs> I've got a wife, okay? Very beautiful wife. And I don't need any sort of romantic offerings from Jules. I'm just going to take care of her. I'm going to feed her the scraps off of my table. You know, what I'll do is, since I know she likes Pot Awful so much, this is, one, this is actually her favorite show. I've got, you guys might not even realize this, I have a seat right over here. Let me see if I can, yep, right there. You see that? I've got a chair right over there. And what I, I've set that up. I set that up just for Jules, okay? Now, I'm going to get a lot of people saying, Jesse, you're copying. You have your own Jules now. But I'm doing this as a charity, out of the kindness of my own heart, okay? Here's what I'm going to do. I've set up a chair, so it's like a habitat for her. She'll have her own environment. When I'm doing the show, I'll throw toilet paper at her, and scream for her to get me water and for her to draw to towel me off because I've spilled big boy drinks all over myself. So it'll feel like home, you know. What I'm gonna do too is I've got like uh if you look over here, I've got so I've got some of that acoustic foam. I know Mike hates acoustic foam, but some of us we don't want echoes happening. So I've got all this acoustic foam over here. What I'm gonna do is I've actually worked out a little spray bottle solution that it's going to smell just like cigarettes in here after I'm done spraying all that foam. And she can press her face directly into the foam and go and feel like she's back at home, you know? And what the other thing I'm going to do, I don't live in the um, shittiest Hispanic neighborhood in Chicago, but what I've done is I've, 
I've set it up where the closest liquor store, which is about 20 miles from here, I've asked the Korean owners of it if they could pretend to be gross little Hispanic people and like yell at her and overcharge her for things and throw bags of Takis at her when she's in there. (laughs) And I'll be timing her to see if she can get back in eight minutes, even though it's 20 miles away. She's going to feel very secure here. Okay, I want you to know your wife is in good hands. And because I care so much, all right, I can help you design a habitat, says Zephod. Thank you. That would be so nice. And again, this isn't for me. This is for Jules, and I think this is Mike's final wishes. We have to prepare the funeral as well for him. That will be coming up on the show. But I'm going to do one more thing. I, I actually... I'm the type of guy who goes the extra mile. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but, you know, like with having a show, for instance, I'll go a little bit further than most people will to make a nice show, to do something a little different, a little extra. You know, a few years back, I had like one TV behind me, and then I added a second one, and then I went, what if I just kept doing that forever? And then about three years later, Red Bar did the same thing. So... I think she'll feel pretty comfortable here, but I want to go that extra mile. And what I'm going to do is while I'm doing the show and she's sitting over in her Jules habitat and she's sniffing cigarettes and I'm having her pour drinks for me that I just throw into a potted plant and it immediately wilts and dies. I go, I'm going to wear a bag on my hip And I will take my dog and I'll have him shit in the bathtub and I'll collect his shit and put it into the bag. And then I will have her secretly, while the show is going on, she'll crawl down here under the desk. You guys will just barely see the top of her head. Just... And have her change my poop out while I'm doing the show live. And if she does it even slightly wrong, I will grab her by her throat and just... bam. Bam, bam. Oh, oh, ah, I could actually pick her up. She's only this big. I could pick her up all the way onto the camera and just shake her. I'll actually pick her up and turn her upside down and see if she's stealing from me. You know, hey, where's my change? I I had a quarter on the on the uh, nightstand last night. Where'd it go? Where are my iPads? Just a million iPads fall out of her pockets. And then I'll punt her across the room. It's no problem. And I do all of this. Uh, what if she gets into your Dr. Pepper stash? Obviously. Listen, she can. I mean, I'm not. I'm not signing a contract here. If I need to make her an outdoor person, I'll make her an outdoor person. And she will be doing chores for me. But if we need to get rid of her. I've got the contacts at Wayfair. I can get a cabinet here in no time. I'm just saying she'll be gone. It won't be a problem. But until then, until she screws up royally, Mike, your wife is safe in my hands. All right. (laughs) So I just wanted to get that out there. I feel so bad for Jules. I know she likes this show and she's been hoping for some sort of scenario like this. She's probably sitting there and going, gosh, how can I prevent myself from getting Kahuna virus? So that when Mike is gone, I will be perfectly well. 
and I want to help her out. And, you know, Mike, I'm telling you, he's really, he's worried about COVID. Somebody actually clipped his show, made a whole video about uh, him being worried about it, talking about Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub. Let's see. I haven't really watched this. Let's see what the this uh, I want says. a serious answer for the COVID deniers. And there really are. Like, a lot of people full out think COVID is a hoax. So just curious, are they, like, part of the hoax to you? What do you think when you meet the guys with COVID? Okay, so th- now that's interesting. What do you do if you meet a guy with COVID? So if he is lying about having it, this looks very bad. If it turns out he doesn't have it, if this is just another one of his schemes to not do an episode for a week, I, I mean, every three weeks he's got some new excuse for not doing a show. It- it's getting worse than Mersh and Royce. This could just be one of those. What happens then? Are you part of a conspiracy at that point? I mean, they really do. There are people who you think are normal. They're like, he's terrified. COVID's not even real. Wake up. So there's all these people. They're just uh, real. Uh, how crazy would this be? Wouldn't you be terrified if everyone was lying about all this? Very weird, right? Uh, so, uh, but that's weird. what I like. Oh, weird. It's weird. Uh, so like, he said that in that first clip I played too. Brendan and Brian faking it now. What's your opinion on that? I think that the guys who say, that- Oh God, every time, you know what? <laughs> is it too, is it too early to cancel those plans of letting Jules live here? Every time she talks, it's like, it just sucks the air out of the room. You can see it on his face. He knows. He's trapped. You know what? If you don't have COVID, Mike, you can come live here. I'll let you do the... I know you want to do this kind of... Uh, you know, you want a nicer looking studio and stuff. You can do the show here. I'll let you do it for free. You can live here. If you want to get away from her, if you need help, I don't know. Uh, get a neck tattoo. It isn't real. Are probably guys who like lost their job or something. Uh, uh, uh. It's so funny how he kn- like he knows. If you went back in the Red Bar archives, there's got to be an episode where he makes fun of women for having what do they call that? Vocal fry. There's got to be an episode back there. I would pay money to the autist who could go back and find me Mike talking shit about vocal fry. Because once he started bringing her on the show, everybody, the entire chat room, even his biggest fans were like, ooh, I don't know, maybe. Could you lower her mic all the way? Could you do it? Maybe have Jules on the show, but do it like the way your kid brother would play Mario with you, where he's holding the second controller, but it's not plugged in. And you're like, no, you're helping me to jump. Or you're playing the Goombas. Yeah, you're you're just all the Goombas. Maybe have her just lower her volume all the way. And he had to explain to people, no, vocal fry is cool. <laughs> and so now all of them are like, actually, Jules has a good voice. I feel bad. I think yeah. because of this, and then they're just so far. Well, there's a lot of psych. I've really been talking. And then she just keeps talking when he's done with. She has never finished a sentence without him going, okay, enough, and talking right over. And so they'll just say anything? Yeah, me and a bunch of psychologists got together. We went bowling the other day, and we can't get COVID because we're too smart. And we all agree. <laughs> I didn't know that was in there. We can't get COVID because we're too smart. He's obviously joking. But again, these things always 
look bad in hindsight. I know I'm going to end up the exact same way with all the things I'm saying. I should probably be more careful with the things I'm saying. But, you know, I mean, it's funny. It's funny to make fun of him. She has vocal and brain fry like Britney Spears. No one is as generous as Jesse. Is this a Red Bar ripoff show? Is that a Red Bar ripoff comment? (laughs) Haven't heard that one already tonight. What do you think that's going to do? Okay, how about this? All right, fine. Let's go through it. Let's do it. Let's do it then. Wasn't going to, but they're, they wanted a dress. I you should never not address things that people want you to address. Is this a Red Bar ripoff show? Well, you know, I, there's a lot of people out there who think so. And I could see why. I definitely get why. I mean, there's a lot of shows that do this sort of thing. But the weird thing is, I, I think the, the main problem is when you watch pot awful and you i mean listen let me put it like this red bar's got kahuna virus which means next week mersh will have kahuna virus right there's a lot of shows that do rip off red bar like revenge of the sis night wave those shows do so i can see it from that angle and then there's also the part where there's a lot of shows that do this sort of thing where they point at a screen and laugh and go ha 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 look what's going on here on the internet And then the problem with this one is you watch this one after you watch Red Bar and you go, there's some of the same jokes going on there. (sighs) The issue is which ones came first. So here's the thing. We've made a list. Let's just go through the list then, shall we? I've got a list here. I wasn't going to make lists. I wasn't going to keep up with this sort of thing. But let's look at what Red Bar has copied. Absolutely, there is... No disputing this stuff. You can look at dates on all of this and see for yourself. Uh, We'll start with what Red Bar copied from other people. We've already talked about this, but again, these guys, they want to say it in the chat room. They want to interrupt the show. I got all night. I got all the time in the world to talk about this. Red Bar has copied his logo from Man Cow, which is 100% proven. He copied the whole clapping thing, which this is his big thing of what did I copy? Let's remember what he said I copied. He said I copied clapping and having bonus content. Okay, (laughs) which by the way, clapping came from Howard Stern having a bonus content thing. I'm pretty sure Stern did that back in the day too. I don't know. Despite these glasses, I've never listened to Howard Stern. But he copied that from Howard Stern. He copied the whack pack from Howard Stern. He copied his act from Opie and Anthony. He copied having comedian co-hosts from Opie and Anthony, another show I've never listened to. Never. Couldn't get into it. Saved my life. He copied his boarding school story. He claimed to go to this terrible boarding school called Elon. Copied that from Reddit. He stole his t-shirt designs from other t-shirts he saw on Instagram. You can find proof of this online. He copied wearing makeup from Tom Segura. Now, there's people who are going to say, I'm copying Red Bar by saying this, but no. Red Bar is copying Tom Segura by wearing makeup. We went over this on our Friday show in the Pizza Fund. We do extra shows every week. We do one in on uh, Wednesdays in the $12 section. We do one on Fridays in the $6 section. You can join it, potawful.com. Sorry, potawful.p. 
Pizza is a link. Podawful.pizza. You can join for as little as a dollar. We actually have, right now, we've got brand new content for the $1, $6, $12, and $20, all either already up or going up tonight in the pizza fund. So if you're just thinking about joining, if you just got into the show and you want to give it a sample and you're one of these poor people who are like, Jesse, are you really worth $12? I don't know. Can you throw $1 away and see? Because I've got over 60 hours worth of content, even in my $1 section. You can join it right there, right now, $1, potawful.pizza. Or if you're already fully in, want to dive in head first and get access to our illegal um, streams and broadcasts, you can join the $20 section, potawful.pizza. Support the show. Join the pizza fund. Potawful.pizza. Yeah, uh, the shitty way Mike rips people off is original. <laughs> I guess that is original to him. Though just calling, you know, he didn't even. Even calling people out for copying is not a... All right, are we back? I think we're back. I think we are back. Wow. Stream went down. You know, I would be copying Red Bar if uh, right before that happened, I went, I'll be right back, and then never came back. So (laughs) the computer crashed again. I don't know what's going on. There's some new problem going on with this brand new computer. What can you do? I mean... We're just trying our best here. I'm just trying to make the greatest show on earth. And obviously technology has not caught up and it never will. But I swear to God, I will be moving to the moon on this. So anyway, Mike wears makeup. We talked about this in our $6 show last week. Mike wears makeup. This is just a fact. I mean, I've shown this. Computer, enhance, camera, zoom. By the way, camera zooming, something he copied from me. But (laughs) look at this. You can see all I did in this image is I highlighted the area with this, uh, you know, I I zoomed in on it here and I've shown the two pixel colors going on right before his hairline and the rest of his skin. All I did was bump the contrast so you could see it. This is exactly the way the image was otherwise on his stream. Mike is now wearing makeup, which he, I assume, copied from Tom Segura. I don't know. He's admitted in the past to wearing makeup, but maybe we'll do a transvestigation at some point on him. And then, of course, the other thing he copied was bullying the internet from me. Red Bar did not originally do this type of thing. Red Bar used to be the type of show where they would sit there with a co-host and just bullshit about a thing. They would just make up silly little stories with one another. That was the show forever. I was making fun of things on the show, like internet things, before he was. It's just a fact. I mean, go look, go back, go look it up. Find out for yourself. I don't know. But if you want to get specific, the guys in the chat, and maybe they're not even still here. Maybe when the computer went down, those guys left. They thought, ha, we got him, whatever. But just for the record... Here's a list of just the things we could think of, the things we could remember before I stopped listening to the show. Some listeners helped me out with some of these things that I absolutely did first. You can go back in our timelines and see this. 
he started copying my joke of saying, what are your crimes? Crimes is mine. Calling something the Earth's. I say the Earth's Joker because I would say the Internet's Maddox or, you know, TV's something. I started saying the Earth's Joker. Apparently he does that now. He tried to copy 9-11 Crashtacular, but we called him out on that before the episode actually came out. He copied the surviving series I do and turned it into the we watched thing. We watched so you don't have to. I'm watching it so you have to watch it. He just inversed it. Uh, Singing, do you see what I see? Before turning to a clip on the uh, TV behind you. He literally started doing that the same week or just after I did that on the show twice Making fun of daddies on Daddy's Day. We have this uh, series. It's now, I think we did Daddy's Day 9, I want to say. What was the last one? The one we did about Steven Crowder. We've been doing this for at least seven years, I'm pretty sure. So he just, for the first time in 2020, had a Father's Day episode calling it, making fun of daddies on the internet. By the way, I've been making fun of the whole daddy thing on the internet since 2011 when I started jokingly calling myself daddy to make fun of the other people who do that for real. Checking the logs is our joke from years now, which a couple, like one year ago or something, he started saying, I asked a specialist. It's the same joke. It's the same concept. He stole it. Zooming, I already mentioned, fake YouTube awards. This is something we realized on the Friday show the other night. He started buying himself fake YouTube play buttons. This is a concept we had for, we, we were going to send a goon a fake YouTube award to make him feel better about his small stature on YouTube. He stole that one. Having a Chris Hansen cameo made about a goon. They did this about Chris D'Elia. I'd already done this twice on the show before that about Dick Masterson and the Santa Cruz Joker and Katie Lynn Donahue, Meltface. Um, all of those copied from me. And I've actually, I, I remembered another one right before the show began. This isn't even on the list yet. Somebody add this to the list in the Facebook cult. Okay, this is, let me see if I can pull this up here. This is the episode I just pulled that clip from the beginning of the show out of. I was scrolling through this episode trying to find the clip I was looking for, and I came across something, and it reminded me. I was like, wait a second, this is my joke. And I actually, I knew that when I watched the show originally. Let me see if I can find it now. The computer restarted, so now the... um, now none of the time codes are set like they normally are on these videos. Let me see if I can find this. Is this even the right and- is this even the right episode? I feel like this isn't even the right episode. Now, I'm trying to find where the- in some very Okay, so here's the part where he talked about me. I'm sorry, this is because of a technical difficulty. Normally I'm much more put together than this. Now I am copying Red Bar by not having a time code ready. If I own, if when Jules lives with me, I will have her do all this stuff for me. I can't fucking find it. Listen, the episode is season 18, episode 78 of Red Bar. For that. Every show. And it's like uh, one little thing in there and his player on his channel is so shitty. He doesn't use YouTube. So the players on his 
his website are so crappy. Trying to scroll. doing that are Epstein level billionaires. Trying to scroll through this is pointless almost. God damn it! I had this set up. Out no mask. I can't find it. Listen, here's what it is. The con- here's the concept. If you've ever watched Red Bar in recent history, you've probably seen this. But well, actually, I'll start with what I did a few years ago on the show. I had a co-host named Matt Harrington. Matt Harrington was a listener of my show, and he asked if he could be on the show. And I said, that sounds weird. Let's do it. And he came in, and he was a complete creepazoid. He was only on the show maybe three or four times. And he would sit there almost completely still. And you could hear the wind blowing by when he was there. And every time I talked, you know, I was thinking he's a co-host, so I'm let me interact with him. So I'd ask him stuff, and he would just respond by going, and sometimes he would sit there and not say anything. I would directly address him, and he would just stare at me like he'd never heard English before. He was a bizarre guy, and I. I honestly, I feel scared for the women out there. He still, we thought he was sort of vampiric, and he's probably still out there stalking his prey, you know, sucking the blood of every woman in Manhattan right now. So he might actually be the cause of the coronavirus, Matt Harrington. I kicked him off the show because he was a weirdo and because he brought nothing to the show. He was absolutely terrible. And at a certain point, I realized not having him on the show is almost the exact same thing as having him on the show. Now, we're talking about six, five or six years ago. So it's either 2014 or 2015. Five or six years ago. And when I realized not having him on the show was the same thing, I went, wait a second. I could still have him on the show. I only need a still image of him from one of the episodes he was already on, and I could just cut away to that as if he's still in the room with me. And then I could just go, and act like he's in the room with me and he's still here. And I actually still have this as a preset. I haven't done this in years. Five years at least, I haven't really done this. I have this as a preset still on the computer. It's called Matt Cam. And I would say, let's go to the Matt Cam, let's go to the co-host cam. And here it is. This is what I would do. I would go, I'd be in the middle of talking about something, and you've already forgotten about Matt Harrington being on the show, and yeah, man, I, what about Lena Dunham? Uh, she, boy, she's fat. What do you think about it, Matt? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean about that. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny, Matt, anyway. And then sometimes I'd cut to it, and I would just do like, hey, Matt, what do you think about that? And that was the joke. Red Bar is now copying that. He's taken video footage of interns from other people's podcasts, and he cuts to the footage, and he talks for them. That's what I was going to show you. I can't find the fucking clip now, but that's what he does now. And when I was watching it, I was like, you know, I don't think Mike watches my show, but now I know he watches. We know for a fact he watches the show. So maybe he was watching back then. Maybe he went back through the archives. I don't know. All I know is I did it first. And if you're one of these people in the chat saying, Jesse, you're copying Red Bar. And so now you're having to do mental gymnastics. You're having to do a giant cope 
with this list I've just created for you of actual proof that he's copied, you're probably sitting there and thinking, Jesse, that's kind of a generic joke. Anybody could have come up with that. Uh, You're not even the first I've seen. That's true for all of the things he accused me of. All of them. That's not true for the list I just made. Okay? So you have to pick one. Either these are all obvious ideas anyone could have come up with, or he has copied me. Those are your choices, but you have to apply them equally to me and to him. I'm on your side. I believe in copying. I know Red Bar's been copying me, but you be the judge. You go back through the time frames. You go back through the codes. You go back to the old episodes, and you find out. And if you find an example of something, and I can't find an example of me doing it first, I'll be the first to congratulate you on getting me, okay? But it hasn't happened yet. I'm still waiting. So that's addressed. We're going to move on from that because that's not what this is about. What did I have now? I've been all thrown off from this. uh, Oh, we wanted to talk about that episode, right? I should have just left his website up here. I keep getting told by everybody that his most recent episode is the absolute worst ever. I haven't watched in... It's been over a month at least since we did that episode, so I don't know. This stream is violating copyright. It's not. No copyrights intended. Thank you. We're good. Okay, I have a black lawyer. He told me all I have to do is say no copyrights intended and we'll be good. Who just touched me? Zooms. I mentioned the Zooms. Normal. engage with me. What are we talking about in the chat room? Do you have any other topics on the show to talk about? Actually, yes, I do. I would like to address what what's going on today in the news. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you have any other topic? Is this uncomfortable for you? No, I don't. Go away. How about that? What? How about just don't watch? Are you brand new and you're not enjoying this? This is not the show for you. Please go away. Are you here from Red Bar and you're not enjoying this because this is hurting your feelings? Weird. I don't know what to do for you. How do I help you? Actually, Normal, this is now a show. Yes, I've got a new topic. This is now the Normal show. Oh, they say, okay, bye. Well, that worked. All right, cool. I was going to give you a chance to actually be my Jules. You know, uh, have her... Have you sit in for Jules until she's here and ready. Once Mike has passed and he's been fully scooped, his body has had all the organs and meat and guts and scrap meat for Jules to eat scooped out of it. I will be feeding her Mike's guts. So I figure before she's here permanently, I could maybe test you out. Actually, let's go to the Normal cam and see what Normal has to say. Uh, Normal, do uh, you have any other ideas for topics we could talk about tonight? okay cool well anyway now that normal's gone boy let's check out the episode everybody is talking about now his facebook group from what i've seen they've only got nice things to say about this episode except one guy one guy was stupid enough to say something mean that's never going to fly in his facebook group but his youtube channel he doesn't upload the episodes to his youtube channel i don't know why but He does post about it in the community tab on his YouTube. And somebody sent me that the uh, screenshots of this. And 
boy, the people on YouTube, they're not as kind as the people on Facebook. They're telling him straight to his face, you got too drunk, the show was terrible, better luck next time, and it's not going over well with the big time fans. Normal hurt... Normal, you hurt Jesse's feelings, says a guy who spelled Jesse wrong. <laughs> Don't you love that? <laughs> Bye, Normal. I, Normal, please stay. Wow, I'm pleased for calling me out. Thanks, Jesse. What does that mean? Normal, do you want to be on the show? I'm giving you a chance here, Normal. I would actually like to talk about, to be honest, if you want to know what's going on here, the reason the show started late tonight was... I didn't have anything for tonight's show for a while. We had this World War episode in the $20 section of the Pizza Fund last night, and it it wiped me out of content. I just didn't have anything. And then I see this thing about Mike with the Kahuna virus, and if you're not enjoying this, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. I'm kind of just doing this just to get used to the idea of Red Bar being a goon of the show, just to get the folks out there used to that. I'm used to it. But I kind of get it, to be quite honest, Nermal. So I only ended up doing this because I didn't really have anything else. I would love a suggestion for a different topic for the show. I just, I can't have a, I don't do back and forths. So I can't have a conversation with you in the chat room. If you'd like to call in or something, we could set that up. I mean, what do you say, Normal? Do you want to co-host the show or not? You're still here. I gave you the opportunity. You said you were going to go. You're still here. I don't feel bad, like I'm not hurt by what you have to say. I'm agreeing with you. I want to give you a chance to help out my show. You know, I'm a small show. I make, I make very little money. Nobody's ever heard of me. And I need Nermal's help. <laughs> so, Nermal, how can we make this happen? Wait, why was Shark Girl timed? Don't time out Shark Girl. Shark Girl's a listener of the show. What happened? Uh, Jesse, you got my hair care tips asking for a cousin's sister's acquaintance. I don't know what that means. Podalpha.com slash Discord. Yeah, you could join our Discord. I could talk to you there. Is Normal still in there or did he finally run away? Would Red Bar do that for you? Absolutely not. Red Bar's terrified of opening Skype. Does not like it. Do it. Yes. I'm. I, if you want to do it, Normal, just let me know in the chat room. I'll open up Discord or something. We could have a conversation. I would love to talk about something else. Why don't you have your wife co-host the show? Oh, have you ever heard a show where they do that? Not a good idea. Um, you have your answer over my shoulder why I don't do that. Go to the Discord. Come on, Normal. The episode was so bad, even the chat was turning on him. I think it was the first time I saw such mutiny they're saying about the Red Bar episode. I See, I, I feel like this is what people have been waiting for. I feel like, I feel like people are excited to see this. But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. We don't have to watch this. I want to talk about what Nermal wants to talk about. <laughs> what, how about this? I just All I want to know is what does Nermal normally watch? And then I'll, I will um, tailor the show to Nermal's taste. I like Nermal. I like Nermal's name. I like saying Nermal over and over again. Jules is just Jamie from JRE. No, Jamie knows better not to pipe up so much. Jamie is much better. Nah, I'm fine, man. You do your show the way you like, man. Normal. Come on. I mean, listen, I appreciate that you're being kind to me now, and I hope we've all learned something today. But as far as I'm concerned, could somebody grab me Normal's um, profile picture? Because I want Normal to be the co-host of this show. 
And (laughs) at least until Jules is here, I want to be able to turn the camera over. We see Normal sitting there. We hear Normal's opinions on things. Jesse wins. They say in the chat room, coward. They're called. Don't be mean to Normal. Don't. Normal might have not meant it as a bad thing. That's why I want to hear Normal out. Okay. Don't be mean to Normal. Talk about Red Bar. They say. Talk about Nerman's mom's bunions. I don't know what that means. Talk about wrestling. <laughs> Listen, Normal's doing a bit of a heel turn right now, and. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt, okay? Call in Nermal, goddammit. I want to hear all of Nermal's thoughts and feelings. Don't be mean to Jesse's new co-host. Thank you. Guys, give it up for Nermal. Let's go to the Nermal cam. Hi, it's me, Nermal. Why don't we talk about politics for two hours? Okay, Nermal, well, we will. What do you think of Joe Biden? Normal. Oh, well, he's, uh, he's kind of, you know, he's the better, he's the lesser of two evil. Wow, thank you, Normal. Thank you so much. That's been our Normal section of the show. Jesse, what do you think of Scion Z? It's a name I've seen. I don't, I've never seen anything he's done. I don't really know who that is. Okay, so let's check out this episode of Red Bar. I've heard terrible, terrible things. We'll just skip around. I don't have any time codes. I have not watched this. I haven't pre-screened it. I hear the ending is the worst. And so we'll just check it out. That's it. That's all this is. I hope you're okay with that. We're just getting petty on an idiot man's show. This I don't know if you noticed, but the name of the show is Pod Awful, and we invented making fun of podcasts. It's literally in the name. I mean, when did we last hear of Bel Air? This is where they live. In West Philadelphia, I was born and raised on the playground is where my mom. Okay, we're only, I think this is an hour and some in, and he is visibly already drunk. Now, I heard that he started the show off drunk. They were saying he was probably pre-gaming a little bit. My question for you guys is this. Now, I don't watch this guy, so I don't know. Is the person over Mike's shoulder a guy named All Gas No Breaks? Let me know in the chat room if that's who this is, okay? Because I might be interested in seeing what he has to say about this. I built a grave. She said, get out of the graveyard. You can't play at the graves. Let's ship you away and let's see what you say. You know, what a terrifying story that you're... Maybe next time lip sync that one. Your mom just ships you away because she doesn't feel like raising you. But then you still have a lovely life with her. She visits once every 12 years. Dark skin, light skin. Hang on a second. So he's making fun of <laughs> he's making fun of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and he says, "What a nice life your mom ships you off cuz she doesn't want to deal with you." According to Mike, that happened to him. He doesn't he doesn't bring that up. He doesn't have a personal feeling about something like that. He's only referencing a TV show by saying that. His whole boarding school story was his mom shipped him off to Maine. It's a little strange if that's a real story. Don't you think? Bel Air, though. We learned it is. They're saying that that is all gas, no brakes. Learned early that Bel Air is almost more snobby and snooty than Beverly Hills. We learned about Beverly Hills at an early. Oh, God. What the fuck is this about? I want to see what he has to say about this guy. Uh, okay. E, now he's doing H3H3, which I did first. Let's see. You got three options. God, this is earlier. <laughs> I just went back in the time codes 
and he seems drunker. What is going? He looks exactly like Ethan here. What is happening? We might have to put on the Ethan cam for this. Ethan, how how is Mike doing? Is he drunk? Yeah, according to the eyebrowmeter, Mike might be a little bit drunk. I'm showcasing. You've got the breasts. <laughs> yes. Or the front open. Oh, look, look. <laughs> when he puts his head right in front of Ethan's head, it's how is that even different? <laughs> the only difference is the level of makeup. Show it or shut up, lady. This is the internet, for God's sakes. The internet, the internet. Another thing you copy. Not the talkinet. Going in and out. So, okay, there was another part, house awkwardness. Oh, this is just a tiny little one, but I thought it was funny. 4430. Oh, it's a different episode. Oh. So you have to click the Look other one. Look at link. that. So you got to click on it. Obviously, extremely just beautiful. Just while we're talking about Twitch them. streamer. Yeah, Normal, what are you thinking about Red Bar right now? You into this or no? I'm kind of feeling what Normal had if you can just go to a new topic, that would be perfect. You know what, normally you might be right. While we're talking about them, we've got another leak. I hate this. Another link, not a leak. I saw a lot of people reference. Oh, here they are. House awkward. Oh, this is good. <laughs> okay, so there he is. There's all gas, no brakes. What's going on? They're on the phone with this spaz fucking nerd who I like. All gas, no brakes. He's another... Nerd. Now, here's the thing. You guys know my opinion on... Uh, this is why I'm interested in this. You know my opinion on all gas, no brakes. I made a post about this on social media. I've said this on the show m like months ago now. I said this. I discovered him for the first time, I think, early this year. And I said immediately, I hate this dude. He's not funny. I don't understand the hype. He doesn't do anything. All he does is hold a microphone and stare at the camera like, oh boy, isn't this weird? And he blinks hard. You know who invented that? Tom Green. You know who's already done that before? Me. You know who I actually copy? Tom Green. So <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I hate this dude. I hate him. You guys know that. I, it makes me wonder what is Red Bar's opinion on this? Third median. Who's broken his way into the Vic Burger? We love Vic Burger. Uh, loves us. We found that out. Vic Burger is a big fan of Red Bar. This is a Vic Burger guy. He works with the Tim and Eric uh, realm. His name is Andrew Callaghan from All Gas No Breaks. He does oddity comedy that he's fearful that he's going to get in trouble for. So he will be cleaning it up soon. So he's on the show. Uh, you can tell a lot of fear. He's not. He wants to do the content that Sam Hyde has paved the way for him to do, but he's not quite ready to give it all up. So he's a lot of fear. Great kid. Hi. All gas, no brakes. Hilarious edits. What a what a wise guy. I was talking to Ethan and the stupid idiot. He's on Skype with them now. Either he knows. That Ethan and Hila are millionaires who live in... Is this, do I have this on slow motion, by the way? <laughs> I feel like I'm... I feel like I'm wading through jello right now. I feel like I'm trapped inside of a non-Newtonian fluid. Is this the right speed? Is there like... No, there is no speed on... Okay, so it's just actually going this slow. I thought I had entered another 
uh, reality <laughs> where we were slowing things down. It was like, uh, man, I felt like I was in that first opening shot of Reservoir Dogs. I, I, what? Okay, so this is just how it goes. People, people are like, this is good. <laughs> Howard Stern, yeah. Los Shout Angeles. Out, I yeah. mean, when did we last year of Bel Air? This is where they... Okay, so that, that's where he goes off. He likes Bel Air. I don't know if he actually says anything about all gas. Just a quick aside on the all gas, no brakes thing. This video I made is from 2015. Now, as far as I'm aware, there was no all gas, no brakes in 2015. Tell me that what I, the thing I do right here, tell me this isn't entirely what all gas, no brakes does. Watch this. I'm, I'm at the Mermaid Parade in New York. The Mermaid Parade today. Well, because there's sinners everywhere, there's sinners every single place, and everybody needs to hear the gospel. Through his man, Jesus the Christ, who shed his blood on the cross, and um, only through his blood. You see that? You see where I'm just staring at the camera blinking while a crazy guy says a crazy thing? All gas, no brakes is copying me. And I'm copying Tom Green. And I don't understand why people like all... There's nothing else to it. I do this. This is one little thing I do in this whole video. The video is very funny. I actually interview people as well. But I did that one time in the video. You take this one scene and stretch it out to 50 YouTube videos. That's all gas, no breaks. It's nothing else. And he's not a comedian. He's a microphone stand. (laughs) You could achieve the same results by just putting a microphone in front of a man and walking away. Just animate a cartoon of blinking eyeballs going plonk, plonk. It's the same thing. Uh, oh, wait. Hey, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm really interested in the Jesus stuff, but this girl has, like, her whole tits out. We've got this guy. He's, he's yelling about... See, I actually do other stuff. Jesus and the Bible. He's telling you guys are immodest. You need to repent. Also, a girl's titties are out. So, okay. Anyway, there you go. You get it. I just... I hate all gas, no breaks. I always think about that video I did because every time I watch him, it's like, that's it? You just... Your whole thing is that one thing I did one time? Um, Let's see. What else is going on with the Red Bar episode? This is actually... It might be too slow. This might be too boring. I don't know. Let's see. Does anybody else know of any specific thing? What made this episode so bad? I notice it's in two parts for some reason. Never happened. But these guys, it's like they go into panic mode. Because the rape happened, probably. You want to hear his defense? Well, first he came out and said that he was going to do a podcast. That to never happened. Oh, so here's people in the chat room are going, "How tall is that black man?" Because he was way bigger than me, and I'm six foot seven. He was standing on a milk crate. He was on top of a very large box trying to bark to people. This is what you don't want when a man is screaming. Then all gas, no takes. Wow, I like that. Can I copy that from you? Mint diggity with that one. I'll give you the credit for it, but I like that a lot. All gas, no takes. And it, he was accused. See, he was thinking, oh yeah, I've got this all down. Whenever I'm accused of whatever thing they accuse me of. They're saying that Mike mostly did drunk singing in this episode. Can we find it here until I show you? We're going to watch. Talks about it. Maybe that's in the second <laughs> half. Oh, what? what was that? Life is. In- that might be it. Come to life in my club. <laughs> Holy shit. I, <laughs> I knew it was coming. How embarrassing is that? You can see the pain on his face. He knows the show's going nowhere. 
Let me guess. All right, I'm just taking a guess here. Did he say something like, "We, need, all right, Jules, we need to get the energy up"? Okay, yeah, find me, find me that, uh, find me that song from the '90s that's a, a a guitar song. Even though I make fun of those and say all that stuff is over with, and I make fun of Kumia for doing karaoke to those types of songs all the time. Find me one of those so we can get this show back on track. Drunk karaoke. Let's see if he lip syncs. Oh, Check this out. I found out what it takes to be a man. Why? What is? Is this Green Day? What is this? I can't even tell what it is with the way he's singing. But mom and dad will never understand. His eyes are closed. <laughs> I, okay, you guys know I find singing funny. Uh, and not in the way he intends. I find it ridiculous that a man feels emotions so strongly that he breaks out into song. If someone sings with their eyes closed, they are in a moment inside their head. And if you're watching it, you're now along for that ride. And that's a ride nobody wants to go on, okay? Not enough seatbelts in the world can make you safe enough to go on that ride. To watch a guy sing with his eyes closed is the same thing as watching a man wipe. (laughs) If you walked into a public restroom and right in front of the door was a stall and a guy had left the stall door open and you could see him leaning forward, taking a big wipe up his ass crack and then checking the paper, it would be the sa- you would have the exact same feeling down your spine as watching a guy sing quietly to himself with his eyes closed. <laughs> and what's happening to me? Wow. Ooh, that one, that deserves real clapping. Guys, give it up. Mike David with the stylings of his youth. An old man aging out. You're watching it live, wearing makeup and aging out. Everybody stand up in the chat room. If you could all just stand up and give Mike an ovation, please. A standing ovation for Mike David as he hangs on to his youth while he watches makeup tutorials with Jules on YouTube. That's a natural but very private moment. Oh, it's a natural moment. That is the same thing as looking at a man's natural illustrations. When, you, when you're in a car and someone says, pick a song, it's like you ask them to tell you their most shameful moment. They stall and become a deer in headlights and they're not, li- they're not live being watched. I know ex- that was a little tough to understand. I think you might have typed something wrong there, but I know exactly what you mean. You ask, actually, it's worse if you don't ask. If you don't ask a guy and a guy just says, hey, Here's my favorite song. And you're stuck in a car with him and he starts playing it for you. And now you're sitting there going, this is terrible. Your hair is standing up. It's like reverse ASMR. You've got goosebumps. You're gripping the seat and you're just sitting there and he keeps checking over with you, looking at you like, huh? Huh? And you're like, yeah, it's good. And then he does that thing where he softly sings along to it in front of you, where he's like, and I was also at the fair with my mom. And he looks at you like, right? 
Uh, she bought me a teddy bear that day. And you're like, oh, oh boy, you mind if I turn the AC on? You're watching that in podcast form. Green Day. Green Day, I was right. Okay, it is Green Day. It sounded like, the guitar sounded like Green Day. I couldn't tell from him singing. There he is pretending he knows the chords. You know that he doesn't because Green Day only, they've only got like two chords and he's, he keeps moving his fingers. He's playing it like it's a piano on the frets. (laughs) 20 seconds. His hand didn't move up and down it. He's just oh my god oh that was so this is too mean to do to a guy with kahuna virus i can't do this i can't that's too mean that thing he just did where he did the cosby eyeballs where he's listening along the song and like yeah this part and he rolled his eyeballs up and he shook his head along to the music that's more embarrassing than catching your child masturbating to a photo of you I'd I'd rather walk in on my mom doing fart play with my dad in the bathtub than see anything like that ever again. I don't know that I can keep doing this. This is cruel. We've got standing ovations in the chat. I don't know. That's a deep cut of Green Day. I like the 90s, but Mike makes me want to hate it. I I do too. This is also my era. All the music I listen to are the 90s, uh, the 80s, the 90s, and the hits of today, which is, of course, the 2000s. And... I'm into this stuff too, but I'm not the one who makes fun of it. Mike says the only real music now is rap. We could talk about his rap career. If you want to get really embarrassing, we could talk about Mike's attempted rap career. I don't know. Should I play more of this or is this too much? I feel bad. I don't. Even, I also don't know how long the show has been going on now. And I feel like we were in slow motion there for a good two years watching that earlier part of the clip, so maybe the show's gone too long. I don't know. I can't tell anymore because the computer shut down. So now my time code on the, uh, on the audio is all effed up. You let me know in the chat. Guys, let me know what Nermal thinks in the chat room. Nermal, we love you, they say in the chat. Is he really still in there? I didn't think he actually was. Oh my God, Mike is a raps man. Okay, you know, I can't keep listening to this. I'm already going to get, ooh, wait, why did it, why is his logo on screen at this part? Did his thing shut down? Yeah, sorry guys, I'm going to need 10 minutes in the bathroom. Oh, he had to go to the bathroom. (laughs) He had to do, he had to go potty real quick. I guess this is three and a half hours in. Although I've been doing three and a half hour long shows lately. I don't take potty breaks. You would think crapping in a bag, you could just release that into a bucket on the floor under you. Again, Jules just scooting in and taking care of it for you. But I guess if the bag is real full, it's probably you probably don't want to dump out into a bucket and have it splash back up. You do that thing where you're washing dishes in the sink and you put a spoon under there and it hits you in the face. You'd hate to see a giant cloud of crap hit a guy in in the face while he's live streaming. War. Brian, um, she was she was calling me because she was horny, and I was like, "Look, I have a new girlfriend." All gutter, no barlick. <laughs> in the chat room says, 
this needs to be a 10-hour podcast and so much more. But. I get it. I have a friend who'll fuck you, and he's just like. I'm going to fuck the hell out of Joe Rogan's wife. That's my goal. What do you think, Jules? Sorry, what? I'm going to. Great, Jules. Thanks. Thanks for all your help. (laughs) Sorry, what? You're the co-host. That's like having Matt Harrington on this show. Hey, I'm going to fuck the shit out of Joe Rogan. What do you think, Matt? Okay, well, thanks so much. Fuck the fuck out of Joe Rogan's wife. Consensually. Would you... That's a win for... That sounds fine. Right? Sorry, I was just checking a clip. Imagine me. She's now explaining herself and he just talks right over her. She's she's not even a human being to him. (laughs) That's his wife. You just steamrolled right over. You grab in her her. Uh, 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 This is what I would do to her. I grab her. Okay. Hang on a second. Ladies and gentlemen, let's introduce a pot awful exclusive feature. It's called Enhance. And there's Mike's legs, which you very rarely see. And let's take a closer look at them. Okay, let's get right into the pixels on this one, shall we? So now I've told you, Mike David is, and I know this for a fact. Again, I met him in real life. Mike is five foot seven inches without heels on okay that's true when i met him he was wearing heels and you think i'm joking when i say that i don't mean high heels like a woman he was trying to dress like gavin McInnes. he was trying to dress like mad men (laughs) you know this was This was not too far off from when Mike thought he was a madman and used to wear suits all the time. So he was hosting Gavin McInnes' podcast, and in an effort to sort of make fun of Gavin, he wore a nice suit, and he went to a nice suit retailer in New York City and bought a suit while he was there. Same day he hosted the show, he got the suit. And to go along with that, he got some nice dress shoes. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen these types of dress shoes, but there's some that have such a chunky heel on them that it's you're wearing lifts at that point. They're platform shoes, basically. They've got that long, I hate these shoes, they sicken me. It makes me think you look like Donald Duck when you wear these. They've got that long toe on them that ends in a flat edge. That long toe and then a big, thick heel that's giving you, at the very least, three inches. The ones Mike had on, they were exactly like that. They had an extra inch to them. And even still, he barely came up to my neck in these shoes. He was wearing heels. But I did the math. I'm looking at the heels the whole time going, Jesus, if you shaved those off, what was... So I took the, I took the image of the heel in my mind. And then I applied that to his forehead, and I went, okay, so he should be down to here. It put him at an even five foot seven. After that, and this is not a joke, okay, everything I'm saying is true here. Uh, this isn't one of the, this isn't Red Bar where you're just making things up and hoping people are too retarded to notice. 
there's proof of all of this. I have photos of myself with Mike. You can see me on the episode of Gavin McInnes that he hosted. You can see my partner, David Ray Martinez, who is a fellow very tall man like myself. And maybe this is too much doxing, but Mike did return the suit after the show. He went in, bought a suit. He did not rent a suit. He went in and bought the suit. And then immediately after the show, he told us he was going to go do this. He went and returned the suit and got all of his money back after wearing it. He only intended to have it for the show. Which means afterwards, he was back in his sneakers. And I saw his, you know, he had his sneakers with, you know, when girls walk around with a pair of sneakers in their purse so they can hold their high heels like this and they can be more comfortable, which I hate. It's like, you got to pick one, ladies. Either you're comfortable or you're being fashionable. You don't get to do both because it ruins the illusion. The whole point is it's an illusion. Seeing you without makeup ruins the illusion, Mike. And so Mike was actually walking around with his sneakers. And I'm not kidding, even his sneakers. And you could probably go back through his Instagram or something and find these. I don't know. But his sneakers had about three inches of heel on them as well. Mike does wear high heels. And if you look here closely, if we enhance on this image here of his knees, you can kind of do some measurements inside your own head of how big a guy Mike David is. I mean, you can, listen, I hate to break out the telestrator on a guy who's sick, but well, let's break out the telestrator on a guy with the coronavirus, shall we? If we do a little math, of course, we've got to figure out First of all, we have to figure out the yaw, <laughs> okay, which is kind of what it looks like Mike is saying. He's sort of doing an anti-Jewish maneuver right here with this salute he's got going on. If we figure out the yaw of his leg, okay, and then you can see his body. So his body is only going down to right here, right? It's not going down much further down in the frame than that. Let's actually do this. Let me clear this image here and let's bring the, I'm going to bring the camera down just a little bit just so I can draw this properly. Okay. So his body is, here's the bottom. He's got very thin legs. You can see how bird like his leg is. Here's the bottom of this leg, which means here's the bottom of this one. Okay. So the guy's butt has to be right here. I can't believe I just drew a guy's butt. That's his body. All right. Now, I'm not inventing this. You're looking right at it. Here's his leg. (laughs) Okay. So his foot is about right here. Okay. There's his foot. That is what his big toe looks like. I saw it. And this is what the guy is shaped like. Not. Now, is anyone capable of figuring out the yaw from here? Because I'm not very good at math. You guys know me. But I can. I feel like this is the body of a toddler, of a toddettler. And then right here somewhere is a bag of feces. Okay, that's feces. There you go. We'll draw some stink lines so you know what that is. And here's a fly collecting around it and then here's let's actually do this too here's jewels she's collecting the poop right down here actually i could just draw me and it would be basically the same thing so here's her hair her stringy stringy hair 
and here's her open mouth, ready to catch the food. <laughs> this is what she eats after all. So this is what is going on here. I mean, here's his arm. You can see his arm. You see if you all right, that's actually perfect. You see how long his arm is, right? That's his arm right there. I don't know how it's shaped that way. This is a little guy. You could pick him up. You could scoop him into your arms easily. I love how petty this show gets. Nice kindergarten humor. Thank you so much, Nermal. LMFAO, I'm dying. I love the trying bits. This is no good for the audio people, but hey, sometimes you just got to watch the video versions. I'm sorry. Anyway, Jules is ready. She hungers. She's salivating for this. It's like Homer Simpson seeing a donut. And she comes up, and you can't see this. This all happens off camera, but she grabs the poop. She releases the valve. She puts it in her mouth, and she runs off. Sometimes when he turns around, it's like, Jules, what do you think? He goes, you'll hear him. Sometimes he'll be like, Jules, where'd she go? And then he doesn't know how to do the show anymore. Jules, Jules. He doesn't see she's right under the desk eating, feasting on his feces, okay? So I don't even remember how he got there, but there's his knees. (laughs) Oh, that's right. He's doing this. There's his neck tattoo, which is pretty cool. Enhance, enhance, enhance. You know what his neck tattoo? Look, his neck tattoo says jewels. That's good. Well, imagine seeing that on his corpse when he dies of Kahuna virus. Jules, he's 30, what, eight years old or something like that? He has a neck tattoo. What is this? Uh, no jumper? And I'd fuck the living hell out of her. Consensually. She's got something here. She's pulling something up. She's way too manly for you, Mike. Oh, no, that's Jessica Rogan. Mm. I don't want to keep listening to this. So let's go to the second half. I think the second half is where things go a little hog wild. And I like that I'm seeing in the chat room, we're turning a lot of the red knights over. You know, Mersh has white knights. Red Bar's got red knights. We're turning them a lot. Uh, All of them are kind of coming over to the dark side here. I will ruin this show for you. You won't. Here's the thing. Let me tell you something. Next time you watch Red Bar, you're going to tune in like, oh boy, I'm so excited. It's my favorite show. Whee! And then while you're watching it, in the back of your head, it's going to start rolling forward like a boulder coming for Indiana Jones. And you're going to have that picture of him with his little baby body and his poop sack and jewels under the desk. That's going to be in your head. Every episode from now on, you'll try to watch it three weeks from now. Give it a give it a three weeks, and you won't be able to scrub that image from your brain, and it will be ruined for you. I'm sorry. My hands are tied. There's nothing I can do about it. There's a higher power. Okay, yeah, we get it. Songs, isn't that fun? Wow, still going. This is the second half of the show, so they have a... <laughs> Red Bar has a Revenge of the Sis style break where they just play the same songs you always hear and stuff like that. Here's the part where they do a detective commercial. Break here today while she gets us the booze with my money. Let's listen to some more music. Oh, he needed more booze. They had to stop the show so Jules could get him more drunk. People are posting. She's, uh, tears are streaming down her face as she runs to the liquor store. Mask on. This is how they ended up with COVID. Here. 
Son of Rage of Jesus is for I don't know this song. You guys, I don't know the the gay stuff. Let's see. Lyrics by Beast Kanye West. Ultra like Oh, there's oh, is that a thing? Jesse Minute 49? Is that a time code? Are you trying to tell me something specific? Is that in the the first video or the second one? I'd gladly go to that. Let's see if this guy knows something. He's saying minute 49. I can barely see this. You know, the TV's all the way across the room from me here. So his time codes are very small here. I'll just go to right. I think that's before 49. Let's see if this will do it. Are you talking about this one? I'll go back to the other video if you got something. I'm basically involved in all these cases here. I'm the only one who's come out against these comics. And people on YouTube, they, they beg for me, Jules. Oh, Mike, when is he going to come back with season two? Exposing these comics for who they are. Oh, this red bar. Oh, they have a place in the world. Oh, yes, they do. Hey, I don't even like Red Bar. I think the guy's a douche. But you know what? These comics need to be held accountable. There's a place for a Red Bar, isn't it? I like that he's talking about people saying, when are you going to come back? And everybody wants this on YouTube. We'll talk about that. We talked about this in our Friday show. But I could talk about that a little bit more. I found some interesting things out about Mike's YouTube subscriptions. Isn't there? No. There's a place for me being right. And there's a place for you being a screwball. I've got skip to the Callen segment. Well, what are we talking about? Is that in the first half or the second half? You guys got to be specific. I don't know where these things are. You know, I, I'm just I'm watching this completely blind. I have not seen this. Despite the protestations of some of the red guards out there in the chat room, I have not seen this, so I don't know where to go. If I did, I would not be wasting your time on the podcast doing this. I thought this was so bad. Everybody talked about this being so bad. You just got to see this. I thought I could go to any point. I mean, this is bad. He's Again, we're in slow motion here. This is not a show. This is just a drunk man. I don't know who would enjoy this, but I don't know if it's that bad. I don't see how this is different than his other stuff. Go to 43 minutes in for the freestyle. Well, that's before this. Uh, and, and hey i'm having fun hey hey i'm number one hey like, hey i'm having fun hey hey nobody telling me none listen joe rogan got a monkey poem. daughter joe rogan got a rihanna type of daughter a monkey swanging ape a titties hanging look at those black and langing things they're wanging I love those things because they're tang and tang and they look like beige things swang and swang. And I got to be honest, this is to me, this is almost every other episode of Red Bar. This is the whole reason I said I wasn't going to keep watching the show. It's been this for years now on the show. I'm not sure how this is worse than normal. Is this this is the worst you've ever seen? You haven't really watched a whole lot of Red Bar. I mean, I take those tits and I wrap. What I've heard, though, is that the end is bad. I'm saving the end for the end. But I thought maybe there's more stuff throughout. Boom. Up like shit because they look like a. His hand color does not equal his face color. I mean, listen, most people's hand color is not the same as their face, but it's really bad with fight. <laughs> it's it's noticeable and again if you want to see if you want to watch for mike's makeup effects if you want to maybe you want to learn what to do to for your mike costume on halloween 
Watch around the hairline. It's just like Donald Trump. It's a completely different color all around the hairline, all around the beard line, and he also forgets to put it on the bottom of his nose and around his eyes like Trump. So just look for that. Monkey's bits. I don't know why I love monkeys, but Joe Rogan's daughter is so qual. John Rollins says, can't stand it. I fast forward through it. I've had so many people tell me since the last episode, I never watch any of the karaoke. His big thing is I was singing on the show and that somehow is copying him. (laughs) This is what he's talking about. The stuff everybody skips is the stuff he was worried about me copying. Yeah, call me crazy. I don't have any inkling to copy any of the things I'm seeing here. Qualifying. She looks beautiful in her ape arrangement. My name's Mike. I got an ape of fang man. His bit on Gavin's show was genius. Maybe he should just do once a week. He doesn't have the material and it's making him look bad. I agree with you that him on the Gavin show was one of the funniest things that's ever happened in podcasting. Um, it's It's way up there. It's way up there for sure. It was a perfect parody he trolled a man's show while the man wasn't there on his own show of course a lot of that was i mean i was i was part of that i had a hand in that i made fake dante happen i put a lot of those jokes in fake dante's mouth i literally drew those jokes on fake dante i provided fake dante and most importantly acting like another man's show on your show to make fun of that show is my bit. But I agree, it is a genius idea. And I want to bite into all these swanging little baboons. My name's Mike. I'm hanging and I'm banging. I'm a gang banging, monkey swanging, ape taking, thanking. Ooh, you got an ape swanging titty. Well, let me get the lit. I heard you got the fake Dante. Fake Dante was my co-host, David Ray Martinez. Again, it is very funny. That show was very funny, but that show would not exist without Pot Awful. That's a fact. I don't know what to do for you. That's a fact. You know, Mike, here's what they... This is never talked about. Mike hosted Gavin's show twice. There's two different episodes that he hosted, and no one ever talks about the other one, the one that I wasn't involved with. That one's not remembered as one of these amazing things the internet has produced. I, 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 I don't know. Let me get to a little bit to kiss, and yes, those are definitely black. Okay, I can't, I can't. So they're, they're, oh, let's just skip to the end. Uh, I... I believe you. This, this is probably all a very bad show. I believe you. To me, this looks like his typical bad shows, but maybe the ending seals the deal. Let's take a look. Rape you know, charge. Guys, hey, everybody's cool. We all get accused of rape and belittling women. Uh, somebody says, Jesse not calling you out, but I remember Louis J. Gomez saying it was Big J who got him fake Dante. What's the deal on that? Louis J. Gomez wouldn't know. Again, the guy was my co-host, David Ray Martinez. There's years of him being on my show. I was there. I walk him out onto the Gavin set. I'm I'm there. Why would I have been there if I didn't bring fake Dante? 
uh, David Ray Martinez has no idea who Mike is. I don't think to this day he knows who he is. He was just, I dragged him there and said, pretend to be Dante Nero. And David is a stand-up comedian. He knows Dante. So he was like, oh, okay, I'll do that. That was it. I mean, Luis J. Gomez doesn't know anything. You know, I mean, Luis has been on this show. I've talked to him. I met Luis on that show. I met him when we did the Gavin show with Mike. That's how he and I know each other. I don't, Big J. I don't think da, uh, Dante. I don't think David Ray Martinez knows Big J Okerson. Men all the time. It's normal. I'm dating a Mexican patient. Oh, and uh, yeah, Luis J Gomez had no clue there was going to be a fake Dante. He was in shock. Yeah, exactly. He, he had no idea. I remember when Luis J Gomez showed up to the green room that morning. I was drawing the fake tattoos onto David. You know, I had one where it was like a heart and in it it said the N-word. I drew that on him. I drew I drew a couple like red bar references on there just for his for red bars people, just so they would laugh. There was a bunch of silly little things. I'm drawing on a black man who is wearing uh, uh, aluminum foil fake rings on all his fingers he's got a bone hanging from his ear he's wearing these stupid sunglasses which by the way you see these sunglasses on dear god those are the sunglasses that fake Dante wore go watch that episode Th- that's it I just remembered that um, he's wearing those sunglasses Luis J. Gomez walks in sees that and he goes okay Mike what did I just walk into I, I don't know I don't know if I- he almost wouldn't do the show because of it i'll never forget that he was he was nervous about doing it because he thought it was a bridge too far to make fun of other comics um you know i just i hope brian figures it out and i Mm -hmm. I think he will and um in due time brian will be back and uh, i'll tell you this i spoke with brian right before we did the show and you know that why is brian taking a leave of absence for seven months why just because he doesn't want to be Accused of rape for six months? Maybe every lawyer just tells you to do that Take so that you don't act. What just happened? Is that, am I still live? Why did that stop? Is that how the show ends? What is that? Accused of rape. It wasn't was just la- Oh, look. Look at this. I think this is one of those things I was talking about where he shows the in- interns. He'll show the interns of these other shows and act like they're his intern. Last week, when they got accused of... Why can't uh, they just allow them to not be on camera? Like, who switched the camera to them? Maybe remember they don't want to be seen on rape day. Remember when your bosses were only being accused of disobeying corona activity and <laughs> infecting everybody with the coronavirus? Oh, weren't those easier days... Now it's just rape. Just what they want to deal with. Here are my interns. Chinese tea and Japanese tea. My interns, you see? I didn't make that up. I didn't make that up. Again, six years ago, I did this. Oh, everybody. And here's Mike's interns in 2020. And oh, oh, man. It's another whole. You do happy holidays. What just happened? just happened did his stream go out okay it looks like there was a skip in time and his stream went out so here he is he's nodding off his eyes are closing he there's no life left in him coming back 
tell them to refresh, see where they're at. When Dottie was leaving, I knew I was grieving. He's just falling asleep on camera. So they had a screw up with their internet or their computer like I just did. They come back. He, f- Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This might be worse than you guys thought. Hang on a second. Wait, what just happened there? What, what the fuck? Hang on. This. Why is this screwing up so bad? Um, okay. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Where did that go? There it is. Okay. This might be worse than anyone thought. You hear that music playing? Every time ever, he's had his stream screw up and he's come back from it. We saw it earlier in this in what I was showing you. He keeps the logo or some image up on screen and he plays that music until they know they're back. He's so drunk, he doesn't realize he doesn't have up the logo. He doesn't know he's on camera. That whole bit of pretending like I didn't even know we were still recording. It's happening for real right here. He has no clue that he's being watched. And he's asking, are we back? The music is playing. And we're watching him fall apart. He didn't know. You see how he's looking over there? What he's looking at over there, that he has a second computer that streams his show. He uses two computers to stream. They're the main one where he puts up all the videos, like what you're seeing behind him, and then the second one does the streaming. And on that one is the one that controls the graphic that he would put up instead of the camera. And he's looking over there because he probably thought he just put that up when they came back. So he's checking it, and he doesn't realize he's got the wrong scene selection up. I know how all this stuff works, man. This is my job. So I can tell what's going on. He's looking, now he's he's looking at one of two things. Well, actually, no, th- th- what he's looking at is the chat room. He'll have the chat room on that second computer, too. So he's reading the chat to see if they're back up, but he's not noticing he doesn't have the image up. Coming back. Jesse, Redbart drinks to the point of vomiting on camera, yet you're acting like this is a gotcha moment. No, I said this is every other episode of Redbar. What I'm telling the people who think this is a big deal is this is slightly worse than they realize because what you're seeing here, that this is an intimate moment. Yes, he has vomited on camera before, but you're a re... Okay, listen, hang on. I'm going to have to... God... I hate having to pull back the curtain for the retards out there, but again, 33% of normal audiences are retarded. 100% of Red Bar's audience is retarded. I don't know where this guy falls in that, but awesome Bill. Oh, awesome Bill from Dawsonville. I, I recognize your name. I, I, yeah, you're part of the 100% of Red Bar retards. So if you think when he v- vomits on camera, which by the way, how many of the times where he's vomited did you see the vomit? A couple times for sure, but it's happened more times than he actually vomited. He's not out of it during that. Again, I've seen this. Man, I, I just said this is every other episode of his show for the most part. But when the camera cut just then, we are now watching a man in his natural habitat. We're watching a guy who doesn't realize he's being watched. Mike is very self-conscious. You don't put on 
three layers of foundation without being a little self-conscious, okay? When he's vomiting, oh, I'm so, look how wacky and drunk I am. I'm lighting my own guitar on fire. It's a bit, you idiot. That That's controlled, okay? You can be drunk and be under a little bit of control. You're sort of, sure, you set a fire, but you know it's contained sort of thing. I mean that both literally and metaphorically. That's not this. See, this won't be over the top. We're not watching a guy vomit. We're not watching a guy break something because he doesn't know he's being watched. This is much more petty and much more embarrassing than something like that. Mike is not embarrassed of puking into a trash can or he wouldn't have done it on camera. Mike is wildly embarrassed about being caught out. And he's not talking about this. He is deleting comments about this. He's banning people from his group who bring up how bad this episode is. You are watching a guy who doesn't know he's being watched. With that in mind, watch his actions. There's a nervousness to him. He's checking in with Jules. Tell them to refresh. See where they're at. He would not... I'm sorry. You don't look like this. You don't act like this on camera when you know you're on camera. This is a behind-the-scenes moment. Jules, they fell for it. Let's get out of here with the money. Quick. When Dottie was leaving... Look at him. He just fell asleep. Are we back? Are we back? He doesn't know if they're even on. He has no clue what's going on. How are they? I'll be right back, he says. So I've heard about this. Apparently he says that and there is no coming back. See, you don't... He didn't know. He had no idea. He had no clue he was on camera. I'll be right back. He hits a button. The thing ends. Now the speculation is that Jules pulled the plug. I love you know, she's been that sorry that's the no beginning of the episode again she's been overstepping her bounds for some time the speculation out there people are talking the scuttlebutt on the street is jewel said you're too drunk let's put you to bed i've got to change your crap bag anyway let's just let's end it and people were sitting there in the chat for a while again this is all being reported to me they told so this might not be real i don't know But I was told that people were in that chat for a while thinking, well, he said he'll be back. We'll wait. Let's see what happens. The same way when my thing went down, you guys waited for me to come back. He, they were like, let's see what happens. And people were concerned. Most of the reports I got on this, people were saying, a lot of people are very worried about what's going on with Mike right now. They think that he's in a bad state. Now, this is before anyone knew he had the coronavirus, so maybe that's involved. I doubt it. I believe that was like five or six days ago that that episode happened. Now, we were talking about the fake Dante thing. I just want to show you this real quick for anybody who doesn't know. This is the episode where Mike hosted Gavin McInnes' show. I was on there very briefly, but this is my co-host, 
David Ray Martinez. You can see him wearing the sunglasses that Dear God now wears. I've drawn these tattoos all over his arms. Here's the suit that Mike bought for two hours and then returned <laughs> to get his money back. Luis J. Gomez, a fake Mike Fanoia on the show who was just a fan of his show. This guy, he didn't really know what he was doing there. And then, so that's the episode everybody remembers, the one I was involved with. Everybody loves this episode. It's a classic, an instant classic. And here's the other episode that Mike hosted of Gavin's show with Louis J. Gomez. No one ever talks about this one. Another suit that he bought for one day and returned. He does not own this suit. No one ever talks about this. But anyway, yes, I was highly involved in this, and that's why it's so good. Um, okay, well, listen, I mean, I again, I have no clue how long we've been going now. We have to be hitting over three hours at this point. I don't know. I mean, do we keep going? I've got more stuff. Do we, do we keep going? Do we get more petty? Or have people had enough? Because, listen, I know people in the pizza fund, potawful.pizza, by the way, people in the pizza fund, You've heard some of this stuff. We talked about it on Friday. I don't want to dry you out on this. I don't know what Nermal is thinking right now. I'd really love to hear from Nermal on this, but I don't know. Let me let me know what you think. I'm not really sure what to do. Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Eastern, at podawful.tv, at podawful.tv. Normal just signed up for the pizza fund. I'm getting a ton of people saying petty overload. Let's get more petty. There's one guy, Torm Delgado, said, please leave Mike alone. He's just trying to look out for his best friend. Uh, listen. I'm not trying, again, I'm here for Jules when he passes away. She will get to live with me. I will make sure she'll have one of those hamster cage drinking things, you know, where they just stick their tongue up to it. And, but instead of water, I'll just fill it with crap like she's used to. And she will be safe. She will be safe in my hands. All right, we'll keep this going a little bit. Let's see what else we've got. Um, these, uh, okay, so... Do I want to talk about the subscribers thing? I mean, we went over that a lot. Listen, I talked about this on Friday. Pizza fun. Pot off of that pizza. Um, Red Bar bought a bunch of subscribers. Listen, I'll just put it like this. Why does someone buy subscribers on YouTube? It doesn't really get you anything, um, does it? Like, what, what good is a bought subscriber? Well, I'll tell you. I mean, we know, for instance, we know for a fact that Revenge of the Sis bought at least 10,000 subscribers, at the very least 10,000. And really, that's all it takes, is buying about 10K. And what you get out of that is people like to see that big two-digit number there, that 10 before the K. I can't tell you how many people love making fun of me. I'm at 9.41 or something right now. I've never cared, but people love coming to my comment section and going, you're just, you're struggling to get to 10K. Yes, I'm doing the voice. You're struggling to get to 10K. And it's so funny because the closer and closer I get, the more people move the goalposts. That's why I know that 10K is a big deal to people. It used to be they would say to me, you can't even get 10,000 subscribers to your channel. 1,000 is a lot. 
<laughs> to get 1,000 people to listen to you is very hard to do. Okay, it's hard to get to 1,000. I've done that nine times over. I'm fine. But everybody wants to say 10K. And now that I'm probably going to reach 10,000, they're now going, you don't even have 15,000. Yes, I'm doing the voice. So I know they move those goalposts because they don't, you can't ever win. If I had a million, they would say, you don't even have 50 million. No big deal. But I believe 10K means something to people. And when they see that 10K, they go, oh, this is a real channel. They do real things. I'll check it out. I mean, be honest with yourself. When you see that a channel has no subscribers, you probably will skip over it more oftentimes than not. If you even bother to look, if you're bothering to look, you will probably skip over something with less views, with less subscribers. It means something. And it worked for Revenge of the Sis. They bought about 10,000 subscribers, maybe a few more. And then they got real ones as a result. Well, Red Bar did the same thing. And I always thought he was joking. I thought everybody was in on the joke. You know, I forgot that all of his listeners are complete retards. And I thought when he was buying himself YouTube awards for getting 19,000 subscribers that everybody understood it was all a joke. He was buying the awards. He was buying the subscribers. He was buying some of the views. No, but I don't know if people believe me on this or not. The people in the pizza fund do, but of course they're going to take my side on it. I'm not going to just sit there and listen to my own bubble. We've got people publicly watching this now. And of course, I'll just be listening to somebody else's bubble by taking it in. But I think it's good to hear both sides. So I'd like to get your guys' take on this, the Torm Delgados in the audience and everything. You know, I revealed this on Friday night. The Red Bar lied about having his YouTube channel taken down. And I forgot there was a way to show that this is true. Um, I mentioned that he said that this woman named Amy Miller got his YouTube taken down. In reality, he just made his own YouTube private briefly. He's had the exact same channel this whole time. And uh, you can see here, this is his YouTube channel, by the way. Red Bar, Scars Club. Right now, he's got 25.1 thousand subscribers. And you can see right here, It says, joined April 8th, 2006. That is one of the oldest accounts you could have, right? I mean, YouTube didn't exist before this date, I'm pretty sure. So that is not a lot of subs for existing that long. And I know because I've had my YouTube channel since 2010, and all I ever hear is, You've only got 9,000 subscribers and you've been doing this for 10 years. Now, I am a fair man and I know that just because you had the channel doesn't mean you were uploading to it or trying to get subscribers. There's plenty of people who have YouTube channels or accounts that aren't trying to do anything with them. You could sit there and park a name, not do anything with it, for a very long time. And that's what I did with mine. And that's why we didn't get subscribers really until five years into having the account. And I'm sure that's true to some degree with Red Bar too. So after talking about this on Friday night, I decided to look it up. I thought I was trying, I couldn't remember what his YouTube channel looked like back then. You know, back when I was a fan of the show, I don't remember YouTube even being that big a deal. And it turns out I was right. I went to the Wayback Machine, okay? And if you look here on Wayback Machine, weirdly, almost all of 2017 and 2018, 
There's no snapshots. And there's no record on the internet that I can find of anything even being uploaded in that time. He's only been uploading stuff for the past year. So I thought, well, how many subscribers did he have the last time there was a snapshot on Wayback Machine um, before he took all those videos down and started doing all this again? So the most uh, recent date I can get to is February 3rd, 2017. Does my audio sound weird all of a sudden? Sound like I'm overmodulated. February 3rd, 2017. Let me bring this up. And if we look here, February 3rd, 2017, how many subscribers did the Red Bar Radio Show, it was called the Red Bar Radio Show YouTube channel back then. He just changed the name. He only had 4,215 subscribers. Now that is less than pot awful at the same time frame in 2017 i had more subscribers than that and he'd been doing his show since 2003 so i mean he had a leg up on me but i never hear the end of how few subs i have and back then i had more than this now again i don't care i don't fault you he does a podcast he doesn't do a youtube show so who cares but suddenly Last year, he suddenly decides I'm going to start putting clips on there like Joe Rogan does, like the big boys. I want to be one of the big boys, and I want to get my big numbers. And he he managed to jump. Actually, let me do this. He managed to jump from 4,000 subs the last time there was even a reason to screenshot the page to, let's go to November 2019, okay? So we'll start at the earliest point. November of 2019. Now, this is just getting petty. That's all we're doing. People are going to sit there in the chat and go, oh, why aren't you being funny? I don't know. I don't have to. <laughs> go watch something else. We're being petty right now. The, it, this is uh, situationally humorous, okay? So, last year, at that time, he had 7.93 thousand subscribers. Now, that's about on par with... I think I might have had eight by this point. But it's around the same number of subs that I had. And his videos, though, the weird thing was, his videos, if you look on the Wayback Machine, they used to only get, like, a thousand views or something like that. And that was good. He'd have a few occasional big ones, but everybody gets that if you release stuff for long enough. You know, I've got ones that are 93,000 views or whatever. Nobody watches my shit. But most of them clocked in at 800, 900, 1,000 views. And then this time, where he's got 7,000 subscribers, he's getting, on some of these videos, 21,000 views, 12,000 views, 14,000 views, 17,000 views. It's odd. It's very odd to see that and for there not to be that big a jump in the numbers. And it wasn't until this year that suddenly those numbers went up. So he's existed on YouTube since 2006. And this year, he went from... 8,000 subscribers to 25,000 subscribers, right? You following along so far? Now, we've got Social Blade here, and Social Blade will show you all the stats for his show, and there's some interesting phenomenon going on in the stats for his show. First of all, I want to point to this. This is the monthly gained video views for Red Bar, and it's over the years. Here's 2017, where he wasn't really doing anything, and you can see it's exactly like what I'm saying. Every week or so, he's getting about 600 to 700, 800 views, somewhere in there. Not very much. 
but it's kind of staying consistent. But then there's these two weird dips going on. And we've seen weird dips like this before with the guy with the uh, guys over at ROTC. This weird dip right here is negative 78,580 views, and this one is negative 177,639 views. And those two dips are where content is being hidden. Now, it has to go to private for it to go away. Not just unlisted, private for that to happen. So for some reason... In mid uh, 28, no, sorry, end of 2018, right before he really starts up with the YouTube channel again, a bunch of videos go hidden forever. A bunch of them are made private. And that also happened back in 2017. Now, these are just interesting facts. These are all just things to consider. Okay, it doesn't necessarily mean anything, but this is the best we can do with the information we're provided. Where it gets more interesting, and I talked about this already, is two months ago, Redbar stopped uploading clip videos. He announced on his show at about 23 or 24,000 subscribers, he said, we're getting too big, we don't need any more. <laughs> okay? Now, it's already odd that a, a show that's existed since 2003 and has had a pretty big fan base for a long time uh, did not hit over 10K subs until... This year, the account has existed since 2006. He's been doing stuff on the account since 2010, at least. It took 10 years for him to get over 10,000 subscribers. Now, people make this claim about, I'm only bringing this up because people say this exact thing about me and try to make fun of me for it. So that part is weird. These little dips in the uh, number counts are weird because why would you private all of those videos? And then this thing where he said that he doesn't want any more subs and he stopped making videos is odd because the second he announced that and the second he stopped uploading, if you look at the graph behind me, immediately the sub the subscriber numbers start plummeting and the video view numbers start plummeting. Now, the video view kind of makes sense. You stop uploading new stuff. You're only going to get but so many views on the old videos, but you keep getting views on them. I have a YouTube account. I know how this works. I monitor this stuff. You do keep getting views. What does not happen is you don't stop getting subscribers on a popular YouTube channel. In less than six months, Redbar's channel went from just under 10,000 subscribers to over 20,000. That is a huge jump. It did this basically overnight. In the grand scheme of things, that's overnight. Okay? And you can say he worked hard and all that, and he was making all these clickbait video titles and thumbnails and all that kind of stuff. But for a very long time, if you go back on the Wayback Machine, you'll see people weren't interested. They weren't watching the stuff until all of a sudden this year when he's buying himself YouTube awards. And the second he stops doing this, if PewDiePie never uploaded another video again, he would still hit another million subscribers by next year. Okay, whatever number he's at right now, he would have at least one million more next year. I don't even know how that's possible. There's not that many people on earth. But he would do it. The same holds true for smaller channels. You just stop uploading for two months. You don't stop 
getting subs. He stopped at like 24K and he is now only at 25,000. That can only mean one thing. He was buying them and now we're here. Now again, he does have new people watching. It's obvious he does. There's new people interacting. He gets tons of comments on this stuff. But that we've seen this happen before with people we know buy subs. Revenge of the Sis bought subs. Now they've got plenty of people interacting, but we know they bought them. Keep in mind, subscribers, and the reason I've never cared is subscriber numbers on YouTube are meaningless. They're completely meaningless because you could have a million subs, but that doesn't mean you're going to get a million views on every video. Not all one million of those people are going to see all your videos YouTube doesn't work that way. They put in an algorithm. It's all just chance. So when you get 20,000 subscribers, it doesn't mean you're going to get 20,000 views on everything. When he was at 10,000 subscribers, there probably were 10,000 people who wanted to see his videos. There probably were but they're not going to see them because YouTube will not recommend you until you are a bigger channel. So he needed that extra 10K to get the people who already wanted to see this stuff to see it. Now, he's recommended in people's subscription feeds, in their their timelines on YouTube, whatever you call that front page of YouTube. You get recommended when you hit that level. So there are people out there who are going to say, Jesse, you're retarded, you're making this up, you're just you're salty or jealous or whatever. But if you agree that ROTC probably bought subs, we know they bought Twitter followers, we know they've admitted to buying followers in the past, they've admitted to buying subscribers on other YouTube channels, and we've seen their social blade that proves they lost a good number of fake bot accounts that had had subscribed to them. If you're willing to agree that they bought them and that they still got new people out of it, then it's certainly a possibility. You have to grant me that it is a possibility with Red Bar Radio. Now, all of that, and again, we already talked about this. We laughed about it. We had a great time on Friday about all this stuff. But all of that is to say, Mike is not one to shy away from schemes, okay? Mike's whole thing is to tell you that everybody else on earth is lying and scamming and scheming you, which is odd because of how many schemes he's run over the years. Now, is it possible, is it possible that Mike is doing a scheme right now with this whole coronavirus thing. I think it's possible. I wouldn't think that, though, if I didn't know for a fact that he had done schemes in the past. On the last episode we talked about him, I briefly mentioned how he had a Kickstarter for a rap album. When he decided to be a rapist, he had a Kickstarter for an album called Die 2013. I made the proclamation on the show that that album never came out. And I got multiple people messaging me or commenting saying, I could have sworn that did come out. Are you sure about that one, Jesse? Or uh, actually it did. You're wrong. You're a liar. You're an idiot. 
you know, I, I heard it from all stripes. My own people who like Pot Awful, people who hate the show. A lot of people messaged me about this and said I was wrong. Well, while I was digging through the Wayback Machine, I found a video. Now, this is unlisted, okay? You're not supposed to be able to see this video. And it's part of the reason why I bring up all of those hidden videos from Social Blade is some of these videos went unlisted. Most of them went private because there's a lot of stuff in the archives that doesn't look so good today. And not because tastes have changed, but because Mike's story has changed. This is the commercial for the album. I was wrong. Some uh, Die 2013 did come out, sort of. Here's the commercial for it. The Die 2013 EP. Five brand new songs from the Sci-Fi Channel's Mark Davis. Songs such as Be Mean With Me. Be Mean With Me. Come on, you want to blow steam? Guys, don't be mean to Harley in the chat, okay? Harley's his own guy. He's allowed to be here. He's allowed to watch both shows or one show or hate whoever he wants to hate. I'm not against the Red Bar people. This is not the first time in my history of Red Bar people becoming pot-awful people, okay? I mean, probably the first time. You know, I've done that to many different fan groups. ROTC, the dickheads. Lots of people over the years have come over to Pot Awful. Red Bar was probably one of the first. There's a reason for it. Give them a chance. All right, Olive Garden rules here. When you're here, your family, it's endless breadsticks. Now listen to this. Mean with me. Be mean with me. Come on, you want to blow steam with me. Don't be a fucking faggot. Just sing with me. Using drugs. There are red knights trying to call in. Well, I don't really do call-ins. I was kind of joking about normal, but yeah, I'll give you a chance. Give me a second. Let me just get through this bit, and then we'll talk, okay? I just started using drugs. These are the amazing songs that people paid to make happen. I started using drugs. Use some drugs with me, baby. Murdering man. Sorry about your son. He's gone. Well, that stinks. That reeks. Just last week, he was laughing. He's the untitled BuzzFeed Project. Enough! We fucking get it. Stop. We already heard Enough. you. Fucking cram it, lady. Shut up. Shut up. Now, make what, I mean, I, you like these, you don't. I don't care what you think of the music. The Guy 2013 EP. Available only at redbarradio.net slash guy. Okay. So this is the thing. This came out. He's, he's advertising. You can buy this. This is why people told me I was wrong. The album did come out. Okay, I was wrong. Oh, wait, except I wasn't. Let's read the description on this video. The Die 2013 EP, available now. Redbarradio.net slash die. Back in 2013, Mike from Rad Bear announced that he would begin working on solo, full-length rap album. That's grammatically wrong. A Kickstarter-style campaign was launched, and listeners contributed over 5,000... It was Indiegogo. He says Kickstarter... That's so funny. Mike's little idiosyncrasies are really revealing about the guy. He says a Kickstarter-style campaign because Kickstarter's like the cool one. 
but he did it on Indiegogo. And the reason he did it on Indiegogo is because at the time, Indiegogo allowed you to keep the funds even if you did not hit your goal. They had this thing called flexible funding, but Kickstarter didn't let you do that. So he doesn't want to say Indiegogo. That sounds like the also ran. You know, that's the Kmart to Kickstarter's Walmart. But he used Indiegogo, so even if he didn't hit his goal, he could keep all the money. (laughs) Okay? A Kickstarter-style campaign was launched, and listeners contributed over $5,000 towards initial production and equipment needs. Since then, Mark, he called himself Mark, has been working on his debut album titled Die 2013. So that means, and now if you're saying this is the album, the thing we just listened to, you just heard every song on the album. There are only five songs, which means each of those songs costed $1,000. A rap style music album. They're quoting in the chat room. Yeah, a rap style music album. Okay, so it goes on to say, throughout the process of writing and recording 15 songs Merck learned a lot many finished songs were scrapped deemed not good enough and thrown away pushing the so these are the good ones this is a guy who he's a perfectionist man these are the perfect songs and anything less than that he tossed it who cares I can only put out the best quality not good enough and thrown away pushing the release date farther and farther into the future this album is called die 2013 and this video for the ad for buying it was put out in 2015 okay already not looking good there you don't want probably don't title an album a year if you're not sure when it's going to come out i remember him making all these excuses why the name was still a good name for it It it's so retarded he says with still no official release date for the full-length Die album, Mike decided to release an entirely separate five-song EP, extended play, titled Before You Die 2013, a sampler platter of hits to hold everyone over. So this thing was only there so you could wait so you get a little taste of what's to come from the real full-length album. So I was right. The album never came out. The $5,000 went to five songs, and then he charged, on top of that, $7 each to buy the five-song album. Nothing else ever came out. All the other songs remain scrapped and you can no longer even purchase this album on his website. He's completely tucked it away forever. He calls it, he says, think of it like a mixtape. It's a great introduction to the Die Saga. This was meant to be a saga. Five songs, $5,000 Where did it all go? What did he buy with that? Well, he used a guy, a listener of his show, mixed the music for him. And that can cost money for sure. But where did most of the money go? Well, probably up his nose, but I can only think of one thing he actually bought with it. Now, he might not have even paid the guy who mixed the album. It was a fan of the show. Fans do stuff for free all the time. 
I don't I would not put any chips on him paying the mixer, GPM on this. What I will say he bought with the five thousand is he bought one of these microphones right here, a sure SM7B. I remember this. I remember when he got the microphone, he said, I'll never forget this because I thought it was so weird at the time. Weird. I thought, this is the mi- this is like your studio microphone for your rap album. Now, in fairness, this is the microphone they used on Thriller, Michael Jackson's Thriller. But he said this was the only microphone that would work for a project like that. Again, this is the guy who records in a room with no door that is open to his living room that he refuses to put any acoustic foam or anything in. Um, And this is not a good microphone for a room that is not built for audio recording. It's not. You have to do a lot of extra work with one of these to make this sound good. I have a feeling I know why he ended up scrapping so many of those songs. This microphone right here, it's not $5,000. It's not $4,000, $3,000. It's not two. It's not even $1,000. I know because I just bought one. It's $350. That's it. $350. This is a guy who had been making his living off of his show for years by 2013. And he could not afford a $350 microphone without having a Kickstarter camp, sorry, an Indiegogo campaign. I find that odd. Personally, I find that strange. Where did the rest of the money go? The world may never know because he has hidden this away and he refuses to address this. When anyone brings this up, he will not talk about it. If you mention die 2013, you're gone. You're completely gone. Let me see what they're saying in the chat room. Oof, $5,000 buys a lot of meat scraps and poop bags. He never pays. Does Mike do coke? I mean, who cares? The Earth's Michael Jackson. Mike copying Dick Masterson by doing coke. No, Mike copying Dick Masterson by making a ton of money and putting it toward nothing. Nothing. And then, again, he made $7 a piece off of every album sold so it's more than five thousand dollars okay i don't know how many who knows how many people bought it but it's certainly more than five thousand dollars where did the money go it didn't go into a set it didn't go into cameras he had the exact same setup on his show until this year with everything when he finally added a second tv and again where'd that idea come from so That's not his only scheme, though. The same year, 2013, you know, he ran, probably 2012, he ran the Indiegogo campaign for that album. I can't imagine. Well, no, it was probably 2013. The exact same year he ran that campaign, that donation drive to make that album. Here's a video you're not supposed to see. Grab this off of the Wayback Machine. Exact same year, he announced that this would be happening. Hey, this Sunday, November 24th, starting at 11 a.m., Red Bar is having another marathon show. It's official. I'm finally starting my plans to move to Los Angeles, California. This is back when he talked like this. This is how Opie and Anthony used to talk. So he used to talk like this. 
It's sort of an Anthony Cumia. Thing. But moving Red Bar and myself and my dogs to Los Angeles is no easy task. I've got a condo to sell here in Chicago. I've got a new house to pick out in L.A. <laughs> Boy, isn't it fun to listen to a man's dreams? I've got dogs and a whole house and studio full of crap that i got to move all the way across the country. How did those dreams, dreams work, work out? out? gonna be real expensive but it has to happen in order for red bar to be the show that i've always wanted it to be we need to get out to sunny california so this sun so that means those of you in the chat who are fans of red bar you're not watching the show he wants it to be you're watching a lesser product he's putting out a bad show because he's not in california because cut to 2020 spoiler alert he still lives in the exact same condo in chicago Sunday, we're going to throw a big old marathon show in hopes to raise some funds for the big move. If you don't know... LOL Weezer, they're saying. Cool. Yeah, he was very into Weezer. ...how these things work. It's pretty simple. For every hundred... Mike bought quite a few pieces of equipment around this time. He got that money. He mentioned that he needed a, a new mixer and some rack mount pieces of equipment to do the album. $150... I, I, yeah, I'm sure, but here's his second donation drive of that year dollars we collectively raised i mean the money went somewhere it just didn't go into an album and it didn't go into moving to los angeles from the listeners we extended the show by another hour and so he would do these marathon shows you know a lot of shows do this where you make a certain amount of money you get a certain number of donations you go another hour for this one 150 now i don't remember how many hours they ended up going i didn't feel like looking it up but wouldn't it be nice to know? Wouldn't it be nice to know what number we need to times that 150 by to find out where it never went to? It didn't go to moving. He never, I mean, it didn't even come close to happening. This is just, you're listening to a man lie. That's it. It just did not happen. This was, when was this? Uh, 2013, November 19th, 2013. It's official. Red Bar is moving to Los Angeles. It's official. Can you believe that? It's official. It's ha- any day now. He'll be there. You know, it, uh, guys, we need actually another screen before we can move. Okay, Jules is going to have to carry the screen. Wow, I can do two Red Bar impressions. Current day Mike, old Mike. <laughs> wow, it's official. Red Bar is moving to Los Angeles. It's happening, and it's happening now. But I've got two dogs I need to move. In the past, we've had marathon shows go up to 22 hours Ooh, more weezer. long. Marathon shows have featured some of the best content in Red Bar history, and this one will too. Oh, okay, that one will. How do you know? How do you know that the, that marathon show will also be as good as the other one? You can't promise that. Anyway, you're not supposed to see these videos. Don't think about it. Don't talk about it. You will be kicked out. Now, these are both old things, and maybe Mike has grown beyond that. Maybe I shouldn't assume he's faking having COVID. I don't know if it's for donations. I don't know if it's for sympathy. I don't think he takes donations anymore, but maybe people are willing to join Scars Club because they feel bad for him. There's a million ways you could go with it. I can't prove any of this stuff. I mean, that's proof of those scams, but again, he's an older guy now, much older, look. And he could have gotten better from this. Weezer is gay. God, Jesse, please don't do impressions, says Nermal. Nermal, 
if you want to have a conversation about the, you know what everybody who wants to talk about this they were saying the red guards wanted to be a part of this i'm going to discord right now i've got something else for this scam thing but let's go to discord right now i am uh joining the piranha voice chat and i've got to mute some things in here why are lagmeister and faggot in here all the time you're just always in here Podawful.com slash Discord if, you, if you're one of these people who wants to say something to me about uh, all this stuff. I, I heard Red Guards want in on this. I'm willing to listen. I'm muting everybody else. Jump in here and let me know. Podawful.com slash Discord. I'm sorry. I was looking at the chat room. The Red Knights, they're saying. Jesse's Jordan Peterson impression was awesome. I do some of the most amazing impressions. In fact, Mersh ripped off one of mine. We got a guy here named Bulk Bogan 69 making as much noise as possible. You got something for me, Bulk Bogan? Testing one, two, three. I can hear you. What's up, Messy Jesse? <laughs> Nothing. What's up with you? I'm doing a show. I uh, know. I was just, I had a burning question. And Go it for was, it. These things are all very damaging against Mike David. Okay. But that doesn't affect that his show is still more entertaining than yours. See, that's fine that you believe that, but what is entertaining about a drunk man singing for five hours? Well, I don't know. You ever go to a bar and a drunk man starts singing? Yeah, we've watched it. It's called the Santa Cruz Joker. Mike watches that too. (laughs) I I mean, listen, I agree. His show probably is sometimes entertaining, but I would have to... You've watched the show as much as I have. Maybe more. I don't don't know who you are. I, I have not seen every episode. You were in the Scars Club I was longer ne- than anyone else. I have never been in the Scars Club. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. On multiple accounts. Have Mike show that. I, I was a member of the Barmy years ago for one month, and I quit. Jesse, you constantly posted about merch in the Scars Club. How do you post in the Scars Club? On Facebook. The Scar... Oh, you mean... Oh, Scar... You know that Scars Club is not... You know, Scars Club it's, is the page. The name thing. has changed to Scars Club from the Bring Back group. Uh, okay, yes. I used to be in his Facebook group. That is a very different thing. What is your point? What was my point? <laughs> exactly. So listen, I'm sure that his show is probably sometimes still entertaining when he's, for instance, using my jokes on it. But the Jesse, it's those a are little his jokes. The, which ones? Name something. All of them. I mean, I had a whole list earlier of things he's stolen. What do you say about those? I don't know. I wasn't watching. <laughs> I'm sure you weren't. <laughs> uh, him saying crimes, the zooming thing. I mean, these are all. The first thing he's came up with that first. Wrong. We have the proof of it. We've got, because we have the proof of it. I've been doing it forever. I disagree. You can't disagree with reality. <laughs> this is this is. I mean, again, here's your snapshot of a typical Red Bar fan. Here's a guy letting a baby cry into a microphone. Hi, that's not my baby. That's one of your listeners. I'm talking about two different things. That's one of your PizzaGate. This is not one of my people. I've never seen this name before. Kate. Jesse. Kate. I'm. We all Kate know team. you're involved in PizzaGate. We've blown the whole lid off it. Oh, yeah. Did you check with a specialist or did you, you check with You can the run logs? and hide in Greece with Tom Hanks, but Ugh. Trump's going to get you. <laughs> Gross. Uh, did you check us with a specialist or check the logs for that one? What? Yeah, exactly. All right. Thank you so much. And who, all right. Who's next? Somebody else. 
Kate. I don't know who Kate Time is. We're going to give more time to the people I don't know. The rest of these names. I've just got something really quick to say, Jesse. Fucking God. All right. Well, quiet. You don't have to put the microphone inside your mouth to do it. I'm trying my best. I just wanted to say nigger. Okay. Okay. Okay, Bye. Love you. Okay. You're muted forever. And does this Kate Time person want to talk? You joined. I don't know why you would jump in here if you don't want to say something. I heard your baby. Do you want (laughs) to? Okay, this is it. I mean, listen, that's your people, Mike. This was the best they had. They've been dying to talk to me in the chat room. I keep seeing people say the Red Guards want to talk. The Red Knights want to talk. And yet, all we got is a guy who's barely paying attention talking about Pizzagate. You just, by the way, bulk bogan, you just made Mike cringe, so enjoy that one. Uh, You're probably kicked out of his group forever now for that. All right, so Kate Time's too scared to talk. They just wanted their baby to make noise. I'm out of the Discord. This is a bad idea. I was was honestly just kind of hoping that Nermal would join, and he's too scared to. So, done with that bit. There you go. I mean, it's informative. I like that we did that just because now you can see. Now you can see what we're up against here. So is Mike still doing scams? I don't know. Here's what I do know. There's a listener of my show who is also a listener of Red Bar. One of these people who I've ruined Red Bar for her. And she claims, now, let me be clear. This is a woman saying this. This is a dishwasher. Okay, some dumb clam. She might be completely off about this whole thing. Don't hold my feet to the fire on this one. I don't know. She's probably just retarded and wrong. But she's got screenshots she claims that she canceled her scars club with red bar two months ago and she keeps getting charged for it ever since even though she canceled because she's done with red bar radio she keeps getting invoices for it she's got a screenshot here for it invoice for red bar membership it says red bar tm to me Thank you for your membership to Red Bar. Below is a receipt for your most recent membership invoice. There's her name, Michelle. There's her invoice number. She was billed $11. You're paying $11 for a mostly missing archive of shows that he has now deleted or hidden. And the rest of it is just him drunkenly singing karaoke. $11. People really have the nerve to ask if my show's worth $12. <laughs> yeah, I think so. She keeps getting charged for this. Uh, That was just 11 days ago that she got that. She sent an email back saying, hey, I had canceled my subscription, I thought, two months ago when Mike wanted to berate me in front of others on his webpage. She's talking about his Facebook group. uh, Over me just wanting to be removed. She asked in the Facebook group to be removed from the Scars Club. Now, that's a dramatic, dumb, drama queen, arf, arf type of thing to do, but she did it. I've got all the screenshots of Mike David saying he's going to use my card for a shopping spree as well. Obviously, he's joking. I don't care about that. So can I please be returned to uh, two months payment? So she wants a refund on the past two months that have been stolen from her. Again, Michelle is maybe one of the dumbest idiots on earth. So she might, one of the earth's dumb dumbs. Um, But she might be right. I don't know. I don't know. Could be a scam. Could be the real deal. There's no way to know for sure. Let me see what they're saying in the chat room. Normal is in the call. They're saying, all right, I'm going to go back to Discord to get to Normal. 
And if he's not there, and if it's a bunch of other idiots, I'm going to be real mad. Let me see. Normal, you there? Oh, hi, Jesse. Is this really normal? You have to be telling the truth. Yeah, it's, it's me, Normal. Ladies and gentlemen, Normal. <laughs> the Earth's Normal. <laughs> so, the Internet's Normal. Okay, Normal, you had some stuff you wanted to say to me. You weren't happy with the direction the show was going. Is that right? Um, I wouldn't say so, but I was uh, saying that, yeah, you were talking too much about Red Bar. Well, you didn't have any other anything else to talk well, about. Well, that was the theme for tonight's show. I typically pick one yeah. topic and talk about that thing for the entire show. Have you ever seen my okay. show before, or are you new? I have only watched it through Red Bar. <laughs> <laughs> You've only watched it through Red Bar. Okay, well, that, yeah. that might explain something. Now, so do you come here because I'm talking about... Red Bar, do you come here to protect Mike? What is your intention? Um, I just wanted to... I can hear someone else, some other Just mute sound. him. I don't, I don't hear him, just mute him. Oh, I hear a song, a random song. Yeah, just that's that. It's Caleb's Gimp. All right, hang on. I'll fix it. Okay. Uh, that's kind of... Yeah, okay. You good? Better. There you go. Okay. See, th- wow. Normal really does sound exactly like Matt Harrington. This is actually perfect. You're, you are exactly <laughs> what I pictured you to be. I don't know if I pictured you to be a creepy vampire from Eastern Europe, but I did picture you being like a weird, quiet little man. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you're right. <laughs> I think so. Where are you from? Um, from India. Wait, you're Indian? Yep. Ew, gross. What? Like you're yeah, brown and everything? Yeah, yeah, I am. What do you guys use for toilet paper over there? We use water. Ew, what? Okay. You have a wash lip. What is a, and now have you ever used a toilet or? Sorry? Have you ever used a toilet? Yeah, I have. Really? What part of India are you from? I'm not in India right now. I live in Japan. Okay. You're, I mean, you've blown all my expectations at this point. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> you live, you're an Indian in Japan, and they don't run you out with a bunch of Zen rakes. They're not, they're not all scraping around bonsai trees and coming at you going, No. <laughs> okay, interesting. So why do you live in Japan? Because uh, I work here. What do you do? Um, work for an automobile company. An automobile company. <laughs> man. Okay, you are fascinating, man. How did you end up working for an automobile company in Japan? I just applied for, I just applied for it. Uh, I found there was a company hiring and I just applied and I So you went from the place here. you went from the place that has no toilets to the place that has the most robotic advanced toilets on earth. That must have been an absolute Oh fuck there's, there's sorry, I mean there's some other people just talking over it's just annoying. Uh, okay. Uh, do you not know how to make make them go quiet or I can't even right, I, I can't even what, hear I what you. your question uh, is. Okay, cool. Thank you everybody else for fucking this up. Hey, can you hear me now? Let's see. And unmute you. There you go. Normal, you good? Why have has he been moved out of here? <laughs> okay. I fucking hate Discord. This is for faggot losers who play video games. I fucking hate it. Normal, you there? Ner- Why does he keep moving out? 
Someone kicked me out. Why do you keep getting kicked out of there? What is going I on? I don't know. Okay, I'm going to kick everybody else who's in here then. All right, you're all banned forever just because you're fucking this up. Enjoy. You better get out now if you don't want to be banned forever. Bye. Okay. Hang on. You stay here, Normal. Uh, okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You're all being banned. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, Versmooth. No, wait. Versmooth is fine. He's fine. Okay. <laughs> all right. Can you hear me now, Normal? Yes, I can. I don't even remember what I said. Oh, you went from no toilets to robot toilets. Did that blow your mind? I mean, I went from shitty toilets to robotic toilets. Well, all toilets are shitty. Okay, so you listen to Red Bar. Now, have you ever heard what Red Bar says about Indian people? He really hates them. Yeah, yeah, I do it. I take it it like a man. Very good, very good. Okay. Unlike unlike your saltiness that is coming across in this episode right now. Unlike my salty. Now, how is this salty? I'm making fun of a man. (laughs) Yeah, you're making fun of him, but then at the end, you're you sound too conflicted about it. And I sound Red Bar also said that he actually doesn't have a problem with you. Of course, he also went after you, but he doesn't have a problem with you. And so how? Do, and, and so that doesn't, likes, actually, that doesn't sound con- that doesn't sound conflicted. He went, I mean, he went after you, and then but, he said, "Yeah, that he liked actually, actually the props that you have on your show, the, the design and everything." But he's then, joking. How do you? Well, when how, I watched your show, God you sound damn, very salty. Man. How do That's you guys? How do, you're all this retarded? Even an Indian guy in Japan is this retarded. You understand that when he says something like, "You know, actually, uh, fuck yeah, I like his uh, setup." He's joking. He's also said the exact opposite of that. Yeah, that's how Mike is. <laughs> but you don't get it. You think he's being, he's telling the truth. No. You I mean, just said you fun. just said that he said this like, as if it was true. I didn't say it was true. I just said it was he also said that, but then you come off uh being conflicted about it. That's what, what, that's what I was. What is the what's the conflict? Like you're saying that he just because he said he copy you copy him and then you're taking that way too personally for yourself. It's how you come across. Is what I'm. You're saying. just copying. You're just copying. You're, not, you're, just, you're literally just copying the things he says about me. You're just saying what he said. Of course, because I'm watching him. <laughs> I would naturally say what he says. You're saying literally word for word. It's like he provided you a script. You're saying exactly what he says. I don't. I don't think these yeah. are your thoughts. You're having. You're just repeating another man's thoughts. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Holy shit, that's frightening. But it's true from what I see so far. Oh, is it? It's true from what you see so far? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And you wanted me to move on to another topic, why? I mean, for for the sake of content of the show, you don't want, I don't know if your listeners want to watch, uh, listen to something else. They definitely didn't want to watch Red Bar content. No, I, did you see the episode I played? It was terrible. Yeah, I mean that was just one episode out of a mil, oh, thousands and, of and episodes. At least he one has. one third of those episodes are that. Have, how long yeah. have you been watching yeah. Red Bar? Well, I've been watching it for maybe a month or so. <laughs> you know what? All of the people who say this stuff to me—they're all brand new. That last guy was brand new. This guy, did you start watching him from YouTube? I mean, I started from YouTube and then went to his. Uh, everybody's website, yeah. everybody's been there for a month now. It's all, it's everybody who, I ask this every time. How long have you been listening? And everybody says a month. And, and it's fascinating. Okay. I mean, it's just fascinating to me. The, the people who've been there forever don't say this shit. They know better. They know that, they, that this doesn't work. But you're, you understand you're too new to have an opinion, right? 
Yeah, but then what, why is that wrong? Why is it why is it anything wrong if I have an opinion? But we show. I just said why. You're too new. But do you pay for the content as well? Have you seen the other, the old stuff? Yep. You have. You watch back through the archives and stuff? Yep. And are I well how would you rate the episodes where he's just singing the whole time? Are they your favorites or well, 50-50, give or take, depends on the song. <laughs> it depends on the song. I love this. I don't know how you guys are feeling about this. This is fascinating to me, man. You you guys fascinate me. I've never, I've never understood what it is. So you're sitting there and you're like, man, this, this is a good song. I'm really enjoying this. And then if you don't like the song, you're against it. You're against him singing it. I I never said I'm against it. I just said I'm 50-50. It doesn't mean that I'm against it. Well, what is the opposite then? Opposite is I don't have any. Uh, what do you say? So you go about from it. so Similarly no opinion. Like you say that so I, no opinion, or you enjoy. You've never not enjoyed anything. You either have no opinion or you enjoy it. Yep. <laughs> sure. Okay, so he's sitting. <laughs> fuck, man, this is bizarre. I, and. Let me just be clear for my listeners out there. I know that this guy is so foreign that his thoughts may not reflect the way a normal person thinks, but I'm not hearing anything different out of him than I would hear out of the other people. You know, this is a pretty empty shelled kind of thing. So, Normal, is your name really Normal, by the way? Yes. Wow. Okay, Normal. Let me ask you this. All right, you're sitting there, and he's singing Weezer's Say It Ain't So. And are you like, what are you, like, how are you reacting to that? Like, when I listen to a podcast, I only listen to comedy podcasts, basically. And so I'm either not laughing or laughing. So what is your, like, let's say you're enjoying him singing. How are you, what are you feeling? What are you thinking during those parts? I got to know. I'm fascinated. I mean, I find it interesting. I find it uh, funny, for one. You find it funny? Yeah. It's funny that a man sings. I mean, yes. If Yeah, if he's singing it in a comical way, then it's going to be funny, yes. Do you think he's singing in a comical way? Is that what you think he's doing? Sometimes, yes. He does not all the time. Sure, not all the time. Yeah, okay, so when he's not, when he's just trying his best, when he's just doing that thing where he's like, Say it ain't so! I, I I think he sings also well at sometimes. Sometimes yes, it goes like it's a mess. He makes it comical and makes it for uh, for a joke. But, but I then just, I, sometimes I, he also sings well. I gotta take your tem- I, I gotta take your temperature on this. Okay, what do you think of like Bollywood movies? Um, I mean, again, hit or miss. There are also shit ones, like commercial, like Hollywood movies that you have, and there's also very good, sure, well-made ones. Sure, yeah. of course. So. It's yeah. But, and, it's just and, that the but when they break into the, the so ones, and the good the ones, ones are in the good ones when the they bro- ones are in the in the good yeah, ones the, where they you gotta let me talk. I'm the host. I get to interrupt. I I know when you're done. Okay. So in the good ones when they break out into a song and dance number, are you sitting there? Well, I guess you're not doing your head side to side because that means no. If you do, oh wait, if you go like this, is that so? Are you sitting there bobbing your head like this during that part, like and you're like really having a great time, big smile on your face, or no, not me, no, not okay. me. 
at so, least. But you don't enjoy the big musical numbers in a Bollywood song. Nah, nah, I don't. You enjoy them in a podcast. In the podcast? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> What do I mean? <laughs> oh my god. Are we in the same conversation right now? I mean, you keep breaking up so I can't hear you, so that's what I asked. Uh, what do you mean? Well, I get yeah, it. One of those. I heard. Yeah, I get it, man. There's some interference going on in the lines. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, well, nothing changed, so you're a retard. Um, so again, the question was, right, you said you don't enjoy the song and dance numbers in a Bollywood movie, yes? No, yeah, I don't enjoy it. Uh, but you do enjoy them in a podcast you watch. Um, yeah. <laughs> Man, when, when is Mike doing Bollywood songs in a podcast? I didn't say he's doing, no, no, no. I didn't say he's that's doing. How, that's, that's how your analogy, an, an analogy comes out, so... Maybe no, it isn't. No, it isn't. A movie with a so- a song a number. They're doing a number. Yeah, I didn't say any, I didn't yeah, say he's where, singing. Where I didn't say he's singing like. I specifically said he's singing Weezer or something. Like he would actually sing. the The parallel is that they are both a form of entertainment that, at least in America, typically they don't break out into song in a in a movie. Okay, that's very rare unless it's specifically a musical. Also rare, yep. also rare, a podcast where they break out into song and specifically that song is just the actual song, the normal lyrics, the way it typically goes. <laughs> okay, that is an, that's a bizarre thing to do. So in my head, those are similar events. In one of those, you do not like it. In the other one, you do. I'm trying to make those ideas mesh. I'm trying to understand your psychology here. Okay. Okay. And? And this is like talking to a taquito on a 7-Eleven roller. We're just spinning around getting hot. Um, okay, and what do you think, and? What do you think, Mike? You don't find that a little strange that you're like, yay to that in a podcast? No, I mean, if it is, that's what I said. If it's comical enough, I would enjoy it in that comical sense. If it is a really song that he sang well and I enjoyed it, then I would enjoy it for the genuine. So, uh, and, and what makes it, just to be clear, has. just to be clear, what makes it comical to you is how silly his voice is while doing it. Yeah. Have you ever been? Or if he sings like a like you said, Weezer for you, you consider Weezer to be like a uh, what do you say, cringe uh, band? I didn't or say that. And how do you say a group? So yeah, maybe. Again, have, it's opinions. If I think Weezer's good, then Weezer's good. But I don't have. Have you I've not heard Weezer much? So have you know. ever been entertained by a guy just jangling keys in front of you? What do you, nah. think, what do you think of this right now? No. You're not having fun? I mean... What if I just spun a hypno coin in front of you? Do you think you would, like, have a good time? No. No? Really? I disagree. I think you would. Yeah. How would you know what I... I If I had stopped talking about Red Bar when you asked, and instead I broke out into a song, would you be having a good time? (laughs) Nah. No? Why not? Like I said, I'd... I don't, like I told you, I told you that I don't like Bollywood songs. I didn't and maybe say you're not Bollywood. listening to the conversation. 
you're not listening to the conversation and you just keep saying the same thing to me. It doesn't no, make a point. No, man. Yeah. You're not listening because I didn't say broke out into a Bollywood song. I said a song. Yeah, I don't like musicals. I so, literally yeah. physically could not break out into a Bollywood song. I don't speak street shitting. How on earth would I do that? What? Why do you keep thinking? Think I mean that that somebody's breaking out into Hindustani? What does Hindustani oh, mean? Oh Christ! You are not aware enough for this plane of existence. <laughs> yeah, that's but what you say. You are typical, though. You are one of the guys. Now, when let me just ask you this. All right, I'll wrap it up with this because this is a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, you're having fun so far, right? So, <laughs> I'll wrap it up with this because talking yeah. to you, talking to you, is like talking to a uh, melting ice cream cone. When you. You know, no, never mind. Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> yeah, and you're also too salty. I'm salty. That's just, listen, yeah. listen. That's just a word you heard for the first time last year. What did you think? Yeah. What did you think about? It, okay, I mean, it, it's stupid. It's, I'm not going to do it. Uh, it's a, It's bait. It's bait what you're doing to do that. Because the obvious thing to say is, and is it salty when Mike does it to somebody? You know what you're doing. You're not that dumb, right? You're not so retarded that you don't realize that what you're saying applies to the guy you're defending, right? You're not that stupid. I, I shouldn't fall for no. this bait. Okay. So you are just baiting me here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you already post, pointed out, your, said your point, but I'm there only for a month and then my opinions don't at the matter. End of the so show, why, at the end of the show, even, at the end of the show, at the end of the show, your uh, opinions or whatever you say. So. Oh, Christ. <laughs> at the end of the show, when Mike goes, uh, all right, Jules, we fooled him. Uh, have a Nagila. Let's go down to the synagogue. What do you think is happening during that part? I mean, it's a gag. I think they do it on purpose. Did you understand that? before or after it was explained to you? <laughs> no, I saw a few episodes and I noticed it on a few episodes and I understood it, what the gag was. Okay. And do you find it at all odd that he has to explain that on his show? Um, I mean, it's up to him. He's doing a six-hour show. So, yeah, if he wants, if he has the time to explain it, then explain you, it. You got to fill that time with something. For six hours to watch it, so. You got to fill that time with something for sure. Might as well explain your jokes. Okay, Nermal. Well, this has been enlightening. Thank you. Thank you, thank you that I could entertain you and your guys for a while. All right, Slumdog Millionaire doesn't have anything here. <laughs> Say in the chat room. If Red okay. Bar, if Red Bar um, was on right now, I'd be watching that. Well, he's too busy pretending to have COVID. Um, you're welcome for Pot Awful existing. We do the show every week. Okay, then I'm. I think I'm gonna leave then now. No, you have to stay. You're my co-host now. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not. Uh, honestly, I do own you now. Nah, where's it? I need a contract then. I'm getting you banned. Sign up. So I'm, I'm having you banned. Back to Japan I'm having you banned from the Scars Club. You've been banned from the Scars Club. Oh, uh, sure. What if I? paid you to come here and live with me and 
feed me grapes. Mm, I was no, nah, I wouldn't do that. I didn't tell you how much money though. So, yeah, I wouldn't do that even for a million or more. Well, then you are not a slum dog millionaire. Thank you so much, you fucking Thanks. retard. Please enjoy Red Bar Radio. Please, all of you, enjoy Red Bar. I'm not telling anybody not to watch it. If you <laughs> if you're getting a kick out of a man singing just a normal song. <laughs> the best he can then i guess enjoy that i was going to now i had time to interview that guy because i was going to interview a, a guy on the show called the uh the american dream show i don't know these guys all right but they did a funny thing i mentioned this in the last show but i wanted to show this a little bit more in depth i asked him to come on the show this american dream show guy because he really got under red Bar's skin Lately, and it's so funny to see these little things that really poke at a person. You know, you can tell a goon their real behavior from the tiniest thing that sets them off. You know, Nermal's on here going, Oh, yeah, you sound real salty. You sound like the one of the saltiest guy. Well, yeah, okay. I, I, I guess I'm salty over having my jokes stolen from me and then being told I'm stealing them. What a weird, what a weird situation to be in. Oh, weird. I do a creative thing. I'm being copied and being accused of being the copycat. I must be so salty and I'm edgy and I'm try hard. So anyway, there's a show, the American Dream Show. Now, let me start this off by saying, I don't know these guys from a hole in my ass. So... They could be rapists or pedophiles or anything. I have to say this because my enemies, my goons, they team up with one another sometimes to try to take me down. And by doing that, they inevitably team up with rapists and pedophiles and weirdos and creeps. So I don't want to seem like I'm necessarily on the same side as these guys. For all I know, they've raped children until they've evaporated into a cloud of batteries or something. You know, they, they've probably beaten a woman until she became thoughts and prayers. I don't know them, but I asked him to come on the show to explain what happened with Red Bar and them because to me, it's a very funny story. It's a very funny thing. I contacted him right before the show. I said, come on and tell the story because he's talked to me before. He sent me an Instagram message before. I thought maybe he'd do it. And he messaged me back saying that he was too scared to do it. This is a bad place to be. And this is, for the people out there who do like Pot Awful but still aren't into this Red Bar stuff, this is why I have to do this show. This is why I have to make Mike a goon. And we probably will start covering this stuff more often because this info is out there. These little tiny tidbits, these nitpicks are out there. And nobody is ragging on the guy because for some reason they're scared of him. Well, I'm not scared of a guy carrying a crap bag, holding an umbrella, wearing gloves and a mask while outside, shading himself from the sun. And I don't think these guys, the American Dream Show, should be either, especially after they made Mike freak out about this tiny little thing that they made him freak out about. So I asked him to come do it. He said he was too scared to do it. I've now added him to a list, the American Dream Show. You are added to a list. 
Who knows what the list is for? There is a title at the top. There's a bunch of names on it. You're not that far down on the list. That's all I can say. These are all the facts I've got on this. But they've got a video about it, so I figured I'd end the show by playing this video so you can at least get an idea of what I'm talking about. If you think I'm just being salty, if you think that this is all just sour grapes or jealousy or whatever you might think, any of the idiot opinions that have probably been going on over my shoulder in the chat room all night, and again, if if you're against me, you're on the side of Normal. <laughs> you have the same brain as normal. Uh, just keep in mind, this is the guy you're simping for, okay? The, the red guards are simping for a guy who is completely devastated by a nobody show doing this to him. I know you love Tate. I love Tate too, but this looks very bad to us. <laughs> I mean, can't you have the whereabouts? If you're such a genius, don't you have the... Can't you have the what? The whereabouts? I posted this in his face. So Mike says, can't you have the whereabouts? And he means the wherewithal, of course. But he doesn't know that. You see, Mike doesn't have an education. He's stupid. (laughs) He's a tell-it-like-it-is guy who doesn't know basic concepts of the English language. And I don't know if you know this... But English is his first language. I know you thought it was probably Yiddish or Hebrew, but it's not. It was English. Facebook group. Hey, Mike, I love you to death, but I've noticed in both new and old clips that you use the term whereabouts, meaning location, instead of... Yeah, he was just doing a normal impression just then. Hang on a second. Let's go back to that. But this looks very bad to us. No wonder Normal likes the show. Oh, he thought that... He probably thinks Mike's Indian. That actually, okay, that explains everything. I'm sorry, Normal, I didn't know. I know you love Tate. I love Tate too, but this looks... He heard that and he was like, oh, it's like being back home. It's like talking to my mom. Looks very bad to us. <laughs> I mean, can't you have the whereabouts? That's what's going on inside Normal's head all the time. Mm, I like this part where Mike sings a song. Ha, 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 ha. This funny. He said a song. If you're such a genius, don't you have the... Can't you have the what? The whereabouts? <laughs> I posted this in his Facebook group. Hey, Mike, I love you to death, but I've noticed in both new and old clips that you use the term whereabouts, meaning location, instead of wherewithal, meaning mental, physical fortitude. John Rollins, another red guard in the chat saying, good job, Nermal. <laughs> They're having to pat him on the back. Yeah, you did great. <laughs> John Roberts, I mean, what is your favorite part of the singing show? Hey, Mike, I love you to death, but I've noticed in both new and old clips that you use the term whereabouts, meaning location, instead of wherewithal, meaning mental, physical fortitude, capability. This got 115 hate comments. After that, here's what happened. I got a tripod! That would be even cooler! You know, at least Sam Hyde has the wherewithal. Still no response. So they sent that to him. They made fun of him. They they showed they caught him correcting himself because of the post in his group. And he's seen it, but he still hasn't replied. Still no response. 
Anyway, the American Dream Show, probably rapists, probably baby killers. I don't know, but I thought that was very funny. That's Mike David. That look over his shoulder of fear of being caught. (laughs) Every week now, there's another chance of you getting caught. Maybe stick with the coronavirus for the rest of time. Okay, thank you everybody for tuning in. Join the Pizza Fund if you want to see more, I promise. This Wednesday show won't be about Red Bar, so normal. I'll give it to you for free if you want to sign up for the Pizza Fund for free. Just let me know. Potawful.pizza. I'm just kidding. I would never want you to watch this show. Your brain is empty and hollowed out like a rat's corpse inside a dish of milk like your grandmother would drink out of. And until next time, salty, have an awful day. Head over to potawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at potawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza Fund. potawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at potawful.com. <laughs>